turn up my headphones? Oh, I'll turn them all the way up. I think you might need to get your hearing checked. What's going on with the camera? I have like severely bad hearing. No, Phil, I got great hearing. He always needs me to check his, his Phil, headphones. Phil always has my headphones down so I can't hear anything. I have all the headphones set exactly the same. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Which one is it? Here, we'll do it during the song. No, it's good. Now, now that you're talking in your mic, it's not bad. Oh, you just like to hear me? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Well, I'm glad we got sorted out. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This part's for all. From the finger legs join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of town. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. He's actually from Maryland. Maryland? Yeah. He lives in Geneva, but he's from Maryland. Does he like go they, around? They transport. They love this place. They, they transported. Transplanted. Hmm. I don't know what the right word is. Transplanted. Well, a, they lived in Japan together for like 10 years. Transporting means and then like taking something. They brought something with yeah. them. Yeah, they brought their stuff, I guess. So they transported their stuff. That's what that's what everyone does when they move, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're transplants. Transplants. Not transients. Well, shout out, shout out to what, Kyle? Kyle, Kyle. Patrick. Yeah. Kyle, yeah. Very catchy. Yeah, he Very catchy, too. Wrote it. I have seen him in like a year. In like what? Like 15 that. minutes, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, he's like, oh, give me five minutes in a with my guitar and a piece of paper. That's a professional. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I aren't you? Did you write us a, a, a what do you, what do you call it? The song at the end of the show. An outro. Did you outro. did you did you uh, write us an outro yet? So I wanted to last night, and I got on my uh, my Pro Tools, and my it's expired. Oh expired. no! Yeah, I gotta, Damn. I gotta buy it uh, yearly. I do the yearly instead of just buying it all at one time. Yeah, and I got on last night. And is it better to do it yearly? They say that you save money, but hmm. I don't know. I oh, don't you mean that. rather than doing it like monthly? Yeah, like on an installment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just do a, a one-year installment, and maybe I should do monthly because I'd get more updates, get monthly updates, and let me know when when I'm out. But, well, yeah, uh, I did the. Did the one year, not even thinking about it. They didn't warn you. They probably did, but I don't. I don't check my emails as much <laughs> as I should. Okay. Well, Jordan Bush, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Why? Maybe we should start out by explaining to everybody why you have Pro Tools, or can and what Pro Tools is. Are you related to like George Bush? Oh God, I knew this was going to come up. He's like a very late, late uncle. Is he? There you go. Yep. So he's really? A, no. <laughs> no, I'm not related to George Bush. <laughs> Damn it. I, I, I got that so much in high school. Just a jet. Do you know anything That's about it. oil? Do I know anything about oil? <laughs> Some people think it's bad. <laughs> but yeah, I got, uh, I got Pro Tools, I want to say probably like four or five years ago. Um, so when I first became an artist, started writing, I figured I would go for the the best software they had out there. And at the time it was Pro Tools and still is. Still is pretty good um software. But mm -hmm. uh it's it's a little pricey, but is it better it than was, like GarageBand or Audition? 
Uh, in my opinion, you think so? Yeah, I'm sure. A is lot it of, easier to work with, or is it? What's it? Uh, Pro Tools is extremely hard to work with. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's very uh, it's 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 almost like a different language, you know? Like yeah. everything from like EQs to Verb, and it's I don't know. It's it's. Very I liked but, I liked Audition. I worked with that a little bit, and I thought that worked pretty nice. What you What'd you do with Audition? uh i i edited some some audio i actually edited that intro song a little bit to take out because there was a lot of background noise he didn't record yeah. that in a studio at all so i took out some of the background noise and sped it up like we got we got to get him in bit. to record that professionally yeah we'll that get him on the awesome. mics it's a good idea yeah but um yeah it's uh it's a good software for me i've uh i've lately been going to ithaca to um get my music done it's uh, probably about the same price, actually. So I could probably get rid of Pro Tools if I wanted to, because I don't really use it as much as I probably should be using it. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, the guy I go to, it's, uh, it's Rep Studios in Ithaca. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, no. So I've uh, before COVID, I was going there to get all my songs recorded. And he's a pretty good guy, too. So worked out good. Have you dropped a disc track yet? Um. Not uh, not aimed at anybody. Oh, yet, we're, we're, we need some diss tracks. I think uh, we're trying to start a rivalry. We don't know with who. We got to oh, pick someone. Diss, yeah. diss. I thought you said disc. I'm like, it, no. It no, took me a diss, second. Diss. D i s s. We need. It. We want a diss track. We don't know who we're gonna pick, but we need. We want some ammo at them. I mean, so. every every song that I do, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, we have a rivalry with WFLR. Oh, oh we really? do. Okay. It's, it's right. <laughs> well, there we go. Wow, okay. A lot of things rhyme with WFLR, so I could, I could make that work. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Phil. You goes, just end with R at the end. Just end with R. Phil we goes. Go. Uh, we're gonna have to. You know, we have to start a rivalry. Uh, it's gonna help the viewership. And I go, but we we like everyone. He's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like we'll still just have a rivalry. I'm like, oh, okay. It's okay to like your rivals. <laughs> yeah. We could write a song about how much you love your rivals. Just say nothing but good I love things. you guys, but we're a little bit better. <laughs> uh, that one time you sneezed on air. Me do it, as newbie says. Huh. Yeah, can you you don't freestyle though? Uh no. I'm, no. I'm not a not a freestyler. What does that what does that mean? Me do it. I don't know. He's he wants you to write a diss track about yeah. him right now. About newbie? Yeah. Hmm. What's he? Uh, what What is he? Well, first of all, what's his middle name? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> I don't know. That can be. I mean, that you just started off your first Yoink. lyric. Yeah. It's what is that? What is that little thing over the O mean? It it's means a, it's Irish. It's an asterisk. But, how, it? but what's it do? I know. I mean, but what's it do to the <laughs> when you say it? It makes it silent. So it's. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's Ian. Is Patrick, it? Am I right, Doobie? Ian. Or is it Ian? It's. Ian. Maybe it makes it silent. I don't know. Um, anyways, for people that don't know, Jordan sings, raps, a little uh, bit of everything. <laughs> do you play any instruments? Um, I used to play guitar um, and a little bit of piano. Uh, and I, I grew up playing drums mostly. But uh, I just always love music, man. So nice. If I wasn't rapping, I'm singing. Oh, newbie said that's correct. I think on the on the middle name. It's Ian. It's yeah, I think the O is silent, like Jordan said. Hmm. Cool. 
He went to Penyon, so uh, <laughs> he had a little better education than us at Dundee. I was so just I'll, gonna, I'll, I'll, wait, <laughs> this is how YouTube says to pronounce it. We are looking at how to pronounce these traditional Irish names. Wait, newbies Irish too? He's Italian. Like it's spelled, but simply Owen. 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 I was, I was close. Is it Ian or is it Owen? But that doesn't have the apostrophe over the O. So, so that means the E is. Yeah, silent. you're right. Maybe I got the wrong one. Yeah. yeah maybe I got the wrong. Ching over the O. Um, I'm more used to reading umlauts and stuff like that. What's, what's it's the two little dots? You know the. Why do you read them? Just well, I went to Sweden, and so a lot of the stuff related back to that. There's a lot of umlauts in Swedish. What do you think of the women in Sweden? Didn't see that many of them. It was it was November. The ones that I saw were um, nice women. Did you see like mostly, very polite? You see mostly Sweden men. Yeah, so you're not going. You're a, not going to take the. Bait. Well, we went there. We went there to play ice hockey. So yeah, so I did see a lot of Swedish men. And what did you think of the Swedish men? Very well, aggressive. <laughs> they're decent at ice hockey. Good. I imagine there's lots of ice there. <laughs> what about yeah, what they've about actually got these other games that are kind of cool they've got this game called bandy and okay. it's kind of like hockey but with less pads and you play it on a sheet of ice that's like the size of a soccer field hmm. and the the nets are like the size of soccer goals it might be soccer goals they might just do it over top of soccer fields i'm not sure and then uh They've got instead of a puck, it's like a big wiffle ball stuffed with like wet tissue paper to make it heavier. And I don't know, it's kind of neat to watch. Interesting. It's like it sounds like a game you like make up when you're drunk. It's like a cross between hockey and soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit of rugby because you said there's like less pads. Yeah. Well, there's no pads in soccer. Well, yeah, no pads except for the shin guards. Yeah. But there's contact in this. Game. I'm not sure how much contact there is. I only saw a little bit of it. I was waiting out back for one of our hockey games to start. And I saw these guys out there and I was like, wow, what is that? Hmm. You see how he <clears throat> brought this up to avoid both questions. I, mm -hmm. I asked. He's ready yeah. to be a politician. Uh, he's <laughs> slowly working his way there. <laughs> yeah. Phil, Phil is very knowledgeable. Yeah. Very knowledgeable. Yeah, he, man. He'd be a great politician. That's not. Yeah. Would you ever run for mayor? Mayor of here. Penyan. Penyan. The yeah. Penyan mayor. Yeah. The Penyan mayor. I don't think so. I think that I'm less suited for actually being a politician than I am for um, helping people. Now, would you, when you were the mayor, would you want to be called mayor or would you be like, is Phil okay? Uh, Phil. You sure you, you just call me Phil. I could, yeah. I could see you still being like, <clears throat> they'd be like, Phil, you'd be like mayor Phil. All my students are always <laughs> like, so I told, I told my students at the beginning of class, like first day I said, listen, inside the classroom, Please just like just call me Phil. If you're just talking to me directly, just call me Phil. If if we're out like in the hall and there's other, you know, other if there's professors around and stuff, you can call me Mr. Rare if you want. Just Mr. to Rare. like keep it to make it professional. But like when we're talking to each other, just keep it, you know. Now, have any of them ever said rar? Collegial. No, rar. none of them. Really? So you've always just gotten rare? No one's ever mispronounced you. No, nobody ever does that. My, my they first. don't. <laughs> no, none of my students, because I told them how to pronounce it on the first day. I was like, it's Phil Rare. Oh, so you don't even give them a chance to screw it up. You just 
as soon as you first see them, you're just like, it's rare. Yeah. I, every time I'd walk into a college classroom, my teacher would just already be work. I don't even think he'd tell us how to pronounce his name. He'd just be like, okay, assholes, open your book. Like, it's time. <laughs> well, I actually care about my students. So. Yeah, well, uh -huh. other, other teachers don't. Yeah. And what do you teach? Well, Alfred, right? That's what, no. you, that's what you get, right? Finger Lakes. OFLCC. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. what you get. Yeah. What do I teach? Yeah. Uh, I actually just wrapped up my first semester of a class called KC101. It's like an intro to um, being a college student, critical thinking, experiential learning, all wrapped in together. Hmm. So a lot of different topics that are covered. It's kind of, uh, oh, it's an interesting interesting thing to talk about i think i learn a lot they learn a lot i've taught some anatomy courses in the past but um man it's a whole different beast i okay. feel like this was harder the, the material for that was way harder maybe it's not i don't know i don't know if it's any harder for it's, this that you teach now yeah i feel like this was i feel like this was harder as a teacher this, yeah yeah it should have been easier because it's it's like not with you because right. if you're allowed freedom, you you can definitely overthink some things. So I I, I know I just, you I know I just you try well to be enough. Thorough. To, I just to, try to be thorough to how you are. If you're if you're left without guidelines, like you're like oh well, and I know how you are because you're you're like you got to be almost a perfectionist. I'm telling you. Yeah. No. Yeah, I I, I did go far above and beyond with yeah. with some of the stuff I did. That's why if you have course material, I feel like you'd be a little more grounded. If it's up to you. Yeah. If, if there was a book I was teaching, that's the thing with anatomy. Yeah. I was teaching a book. With this, each week I was coming up with the material. You're pretty much just winging it. No, uh, well, sort More of more than you would with a structure. Yeah, it's. I'm not teaching a book. I'm teaching. A, I'm teaching. You know, debate and um, critical thinking, pluralism, um, diversity of thought. What What did you experiential learning? Like all these different things. What did you graduate with? Like with what degree? What like? Like what you major in? I have. From undergrad, I, I have a bachelor's degree in biology, and then I have a master's degree in athletic training. It's pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. It that, is what it is. It's better than what I majored in. That was 10 years ago. I've done a lot since then. So yeah. so that's kind of, you know, it's in the rear view. It definitely helped prepare me for this. I'm really glad I, I did go to, I chose Cuca College because um, the class that I taught this semester I took a class that was very similar to that 20 years ago, 18 years ago, whatever. And um, I give, I, I think that that was a lot of the foundation of how I've improved the way that I operate. So um, did you do it all online? No, that would have been awesome. Online college. You mean this fall? Yeah. Oh no. Damn it. I did the first half in person. And then when we all got sent home, then we obviously went remote. So um, it was hard, though, because it's hard, you know, different people don't know about this. But and, and you don't think about it. I had students that were like, well, I don't understand why we have to do it this way. And then as soon as I explain it. Oh, OK. You know that people. Even at, at the college level different people have different access to, to different things, right? So mm -hmm. when they got sent home, they lost a level of kind of equity and equality that um, is really important in academia. So when they went home, 
Some of them don't have internet at their house. Some of them don't own uh, their own computer. Maybe they share one with their family. Maybe they only use the computers at the library or at the lab. Um, maybe they're going back and forth between parents' houses. Like There are a lot of things that make it more difficult for them to be able to um, you know, operate on an even playing field. And being on campus levels that a lot. So when they get sent home, it makes it really difficult. And so one of the things that I did, I tried to do one or two classes um, where we all met like on a, on a video chat, but that's not really fair because a lot of them can't be there. A lot of them can't do that and, and have their technology work. So I recorded a couple sessions I gave them work to do, and then they could communicate with me later. Um, Everyone has uh, smartphones, so you could tap in on their phone. I I don't know if they all do, and and even if they do, like, what if they don't to, have data? He's going to hold these people accountable. But what if they don't yeah. have data? <laughs> Wi-Fi. And some of them, when they're home, they have to work. So some of them, their problem was that when we were meeting, they were working, and they were having to do the work later. So Damn. I know this is school should take the priority. Like it's not an excuse, but um, nonetheless, anything that we can do to make it so that they still get the value out of it while uh, making it so that everybody can participate. Yeah. I think is the and, important. Uh, Jesse, you went to FLCC. Yeah. 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 I did too. And like with community, community colleges is more than a university. You get people like, you know, you get middle-aged students that are working or, you know, you, People have kids and they have a lot more going on than just 18 year olds. Yeah. You know, just doing their course and sports, whatever. So yeah, it's funny how many people I had in my class that were in their like 40s and like 50s, older than the teachers sometimes teaching yeah. the course. It was pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. My, my first, I went to TC3 before uh, Finger Lakes. Oh boy. Yeah. And That's a party school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still have a party bill there. Yeah, I, sure. I need to pay off, but <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, my first English class, I, I go in there, and uh, there was like two. Um, one guy was, uh, I think he said he was 54, and uh, the other one was, I think, like 49, 48, 49. And this is me coming into college thinking I'm just going to be all idiots my age. But yeah. now there's actually adults out there that are trying to yeah. better themselves and get a degree. So. Big time. Big time. That's it's, it's It's a growing demographic, I think, is people realizing, holy crap, the thing that I've been doing isn't working or isn't what I want to keep doing especially now if like if you're out of a job if you lost your job during this why wouldn't you try to get more education right now if you could at a decent price right if you can and, and you know what right now in New York State they just uh, started a program where you can do um, online courses for free sorry about the music everybody <laughs> You, you can do online courses for free in New York State right now if you've been Are you kidding affected by this, if you've been displaced from your job or anything like that. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. My uh, my student debt's on pause right now because of this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't think I have to make a payment until like January. I'm getting close to the end of mine. Are you like paying it off? Yeah. Good for you. Thank God. Well, not... Eh. What's, uh, what's your guys' story. stance on college? Do you like... So... Say you have a kid, he's 18, doesn't really know what he wants to do. Are you going to like push college on him or 
because I don't think like, especially now in 2020, I don't think college is as important as it was back then. I think there's a lot of other ways you can become successful. There are. Phil knows how I feel about college. So we, we talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, to me, if I, the only reason I went to college is because I did it for like nothing. Like I, I had scholarships and everything and I, oh, nice. I paid, just wrote one check and I was done. Yeah. You know, it was like quick, easy. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. So, but I guess some people don't, I might've had a little more opportunities than most, but I mean, I, I did it and became a corrections officer, which I needed a degree, a two year degree. Cause I wanted to be a cop. But, yeah. Yeah. So. I used to want to be a cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How things change, Jordan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was in middle school. I remember wanting to be a police officer, and now I'm a rapper. Rapper. So, <laughs> so the college I work for, New York Times, here's my opinion on college. They're, they're, I mean, part of it anyway. There, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of things. But uh, the New York Times did an article of, and uh, ranked Cuca College, where I work, um, in the top 10% for economic mobility of graduates. So um, what that means is uh, people who people who go there, I mean, a lot of them come from uh, different economic backgrounds. We've got some that are more well-off. We've got a, a lot more that are kind of those blue-collar kids. And um, getting a degree in occupational therapy or education, or criminal justice, maybe. Um, maybe. I hope not. Well, That'd be a stupid career to take at this point. Sure. What, yeah. cr- criminal justice? <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to um, do yeah. it. <laughs> Getting a degree in biology and then, you know, finding something cool to do with it, whatever. You know, those different programs that we have make it so that, you know, you can be somebody who's, you know, parents didn't really have much to be able to give them, but then they're, if they're able to get through school there, um, they can, they could change, you know, their life. There is a lot of help out there, like with financial aid. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it, what, so problem with criminal justice that I have is a, of course, cops are getting bombarded with a lot of BS. Some, some of them deserving a lot of them not. Uh, but the main problem is when you focus on something as small as criminal justice, you, you don't leave yourself open. Right, because now you're just saying, "Well, I want to work. I definitely want to have something to do with the justice system." And there's no way out, right? Yeah. So it's like, I mean, take. I'm sure Phil has some that he's like really, you know, you want to talk about like what he does. You know, being an athletic trainer. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with a uh, one of his degrees, but a biology degree. I mean, you can go a lot of places with that, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so. The only thing was when I I felt like. When I when I was doing that, when I was getting that major, I liked it. I thought, you know, man, this is going to make it so I can do all these different things. And then when I got to the end, I felt all of a sudden boxed in. And really? I, I felt like, oh, my God, you know what? Like what? I, I started looking for jobs. I started looking for, okay, what job can I get with a biology degree that's going to be a good job? And I'm looking at these like biologist jobs and stuff like that, right? And you, they all want you to have a master's or a doctorate. It's like it boxes you in. To, I mean, and, and there are there are a lot of options where you don't have to have that. But the ones I was looking at, they all wanted you to have more education. So it's like, what does 
a bachelor's degree in biology qualify you for qualifies you for more school. So what happened to me was I, I actually I had some good scholarships. I was good in high school. I was good in college. I um, did you play sports? I yeah, I played sports. I, it doesn't really matter. But it was an D3. academic scholarship. Yeah, yeah. So well, it was a leadership scholarship. Academic was part of it. Um, extracurricular, including sports, was part of it, but it wasn't for athletics. Um, Phil, you are not a one-trick pony. No, you, you can do a lot of things. I, I right? just it's not the. I the only reason I can do a lot of things is because I do a lot of things. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot. Everybody can do a lot of things. They just have to do them. Yeah, I don't do a lot of things. I just do a couple things really well. Well, brush, that's good too. I yeah. brushed my teeth this morning. That's a. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. So wait, you couldn't use. But so I got out of undergrad with with very little amount of debt, and then I went to grad school, and it was like pile that shit higher. What do you think the average cost of a master's degree is right now in the U.S.? Oh, I like your end bill. Like, what, yeah, I wonder what like the average. Cost well, it depends. In the US. It depends. Huge. No, it's interesting because um, for it depends on what the master's degree is in. If you're getting a master's degree that's going to lead to a phd if you're if you're getting a master's degree in something like um just a regular master's in in biology or limnology or uh whatever any of those things where you can um do a teaching assistantship or a graduate assistantship if you can if if my undergrad degree was in athletic training and if i could work as an athletic trainer while getting a master's then I would have gotten paid to get a master's degree instead of having a bill at the end. But because I was going into an entry-level master's program where I already wasn't certified, I was not able to offset that in any way. So I got the full bill. Um, Interesting. And then some. So yeah. How long did they give you? Usually they pay you. They, they, get, they remit your tuition. They... Um, give you a housing stipend and food stipend. Maybe you have to take a little bit of money out to supplement that, but that's it. You know, housing is what killed me. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's worth it. If you're going to a school that you live kind of far away, you pretty much have to, but, but yeah, that's, that's definitely what killed me. Not the academics. It was the, it was the housing, but that's how you, you know, make memories and meet people. And absolutely. So it's, it's a big part of the value. Yeah. I mean, even with the degree itself, I know it's a lot of money, but uh, like people say, it's a paper that no one is going to take from you. You'll always have that piece of paper. Right. Yeah. They so. can't repossess your education. The only thing, you know, and then on the other hand, you've got if if you so you asked the question, though, right? Back to the question. If you had an 18 year old, what would you try to guide them toward? Well, what do they want to do? Yeah. Every you story know? is different. Every student if you, has a different story. If you want to be a nurse then you're going to have to go to school yeah. and you should be guiding them way before they're 18. If they want to be a nurse, if they want to be a nurse, they need to make the right choices when they're 13 and when they're 14, because if they start making the wrong choices when they're 13 and 14, it's going to make it a lot harder for them when they're 18. And that you can also, and I don't know, I'm sure you might have taken them in high school. I took every college credit I could in high school. I went into college with 24 college credits. Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah, I graduated in a year, I think. Like yeah, from with a 
well, yeah, associates degree and then a minor in another because I had nothing else better to do than to do those two. So yeah, that's already two semesters <clears throat> under your belt, right? Isn't it uh, twelve credits? I can't even remember what the third class I took was because I was able to take a bunch my junior year and then my senior year, and the only the only one that was tough was uh, physics. You know, than that in high school is pretty friggin' easy. I had I AP biology. I <clears> had <throat> Spanish, college Spanish, and I had. Um, Anatomy and physiology. I had something else too, though, because I had more. There's credits college in English. I don't think I had college English. You didn't do physics. We didn't have that option. Like we had very few options. Much probably, I don't know. Dundee. Oh, we had a lot for some. You had reason. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, know. you're younger than me, we, so they made it a lot easier. And then like calc, like AP calculus it, or something. Like when I so. did it, it was like just starting to catch on, and then it really caught on, and they started to let a lot of high school students take a lot of college courses to where like your whole senior year could practically That's be. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. There, you were able to get like 30 or 32 in Dundee. It was a lot, like a, like more and than a semester. Did you have to work. pay for any of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You had to pay for you had to pay. We had to pay, but it was like 300 bucks yeah, for it was the like whole class or something. $250, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. Class. But each yeah. class probably gets you like, what, four four credits? I don't, I don't usually remember. That's going to add three, up. <laughs> usually three. Yeah. Um, unless it's a like my anatomy and physiology. I don't remember if they split it up into four and four or if it was just eight. Because if there's a lab, then it's four credit usually. See, Spanish was like my. I is there semesters in high school? What do you call them? I don't even know. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I guess your first block, you got two credits for college Spanish, and then if you took it again and took college Spanish too, you got another two credits. So it was like four for doing it. But yeah, no, like I said, twenty twenty four credits. I was uh, on my way. Yeah, yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. So in in your story, college definitely made sense. Yeah, it was just easy. And then I had yeah. a I had a scholarship uh, for football that wasn't just a football scholarship. So when you make Eddie Meath and all greater Rochester, you get put into this like I don't know, I don't know what it is, high school thing. And it's like if you get picked, you get put into the college football hall of fame in in Indiana or something. And then they give you a five thousand uh, dollar scholarship that can be used for academic or football or something like that. So, but to be put into it, you have to have like a think over 95 overall you have to have like a good gpa so the, you have to be in the high school football the, hall of fame first the well oh that's what it was it maybe yeah i think that's what it was so the really good player like steven webb i don't know if you ever heard of him or not he went to hobart or running back you know he didn't have a 95 so he was out of the equation so yeah. i kind of was able to step up and <laughs> take take the scholarship it was only five thousand dollars a semester but that's still a lot of money uh you know, it's five thousand dollars you didn't have. Yeah. yeah, and the way it worked was That'll bridge a gap. Yeah, if it overpaid for your college, you actually got the money. I mean, it was yeah. that was cash. Yeah, they gave it to you. It's pretty cool deal. So, if yeah. you take it serious, I'm, I'll bring in I'll bring in my Hall of Fame plaque for you, Phil. I'll let you hold it. Wow. Yeah. What position did you yeah, play? Everybody you can see as high school <laughs> glory days. I'll, <laughs> My, my plaque. It was, it was defense tackle and linebackers. Was I got it for. Yeah. <laughs> I was a I was a two hundred pound center. Two hundred pound center. There you go. That's that's how small our offensive yeah, that, line that's was. Pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty Yeah. 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 I can't imagine because I was two forty five. When you graduated? Yeah, I graduated two hundred. Did so. you play in college? Uh, I played a uh, little college ball, uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. What position? First base. First base. Yeah. That means he can catch really well. Well, I actually, <laughs> actually like these, 
like uh, three teeth are fake, actually. Yeah. yeah so because he can't catch as good as he was he supposed to. Catch <laughs> but if you, all I know from playing baseball was you're you're the person with the best mitt plays first base, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or glove, yeah. not mitt. I don't know yeah. what they call. Can't it. let anything get by you. My yeah. my catch percentage was probably ninety seven percent, which is pretty good. I made some shady throws from third base. I'll tell you what. You played baseball? Oh, yeah. I loved baseball. You were a third baseman? Well, I played just about every position. I started out when I was a little kid. I always wanted to be a catcher. And I, <laughs> that's a physical position. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. They they don't call them the tools of ignorance for nothing. <laughs> Those right? guys, you get the hammer so, laid on your. Well, and that now. was it. My dad was a baseball coach, and and everything, all things said, he's you know kind of guided me toward that, and I I liked it. You know, I I liked all the technical parts of it. You have to have you have to be able to like have an arm on you too, right? Because you got to be able, like, yeah. How far of a throw is it from the catcher to second? It's long, right? Yeah, it's, I, yeah, uh, it's like a like hundred and twenty feet, maybe. It, that's pretty yeah. big, right? You have yeah. to like really wing that from there, and then you got to get up out of your position. Oh, and you and, have like, to be accurate stand. too. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that catcher's probably to me. That was not my strong on TV. Point. I'm like, it's uh, all on your core. It's all right. It's, yeah, it's a tough position. I wasn't strong enough to be a catcher, but so I, it, regardless, it didn't really matter because when I was doing it, um, I didn't make it that far. I, I was catcher till, till I was like twelve or thirteen. Because I found out I, I got this uh, deal with my leg where I've got some like spots in my bones where it's not as strong. What's that called? Is, it's, that, is that a thing? Yeah, it's it's called uh, fibrous dysplasia. They Whoa. found it like I had tendonitis or something and it was mm-hmm. just miserable. And so I went and I got an x-ray. They're like, okay, well, your ankle looks fine, but there's this thing up here. And they're like, man, no, uh, no talk po- about life changing. I was like. I thought I was, I was freaking out because they told me like, you could be just like walking along and your leg break. Wow. No, uh, no pun intended or anything, but is it a rare like thing? Pretty, pretty rare. So anyway, so what, what it was, right. Is, um, I go in and this doctor is talking to a 12 year old and it taught me a lot about how, like as a healthcare professional now, how not to, how not to act. Um, and he, he was very professional about it, mm-hmm. but I only heard like three things. I heard him say that like, I couldn't run or walk big or, or, you know, he put me in a walking boot and crutches and stuff. Yeah. He scared that he's like, cause you know, we just, and it was, you know, yeah, well, so maybe I needed to be scared a little bit, but I, I was way too scared. So, cause I, I was like, my identity was so wrapped up in athletics at that point that if that part was taken away from me, I didn't know what I would do. You probably felt like you were going to be like a forest gun. He grew up with a father that coached a lot of sports in his high school. So, you know, you got that. He's coached like every sport. That dad. So that's why my dad was. He's a football coach. So, I mean, it's just how it is. Yeah, he, I don't remember how many games he's done. He's done like over 900 games or something that he's coached. Really? But um, anyway, the guy was like, he said that and then he said the word uh tumor at some point and then they're like okay well it's gonna be like two months and then you'll get into a specialist in syracuse or wherever the hell it was and so i'm like damn and so then they give me all these other extra i had to do like bone scans and mris and all this crazy stuff and i'm like 12 never say tumor to a 12 year old right so i went home and i'm like yeah i got cancer 
Yeah, and my mom's like, "You what?" Because we had a lot of people in my family die from cancer, from different cancers, and not a lot, but we a few, you know. And um, so she's freaking out. I'm freaking out because she's freaking out. And I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's just like I don't know." Doctor, doctor, I didn't know if I was going to be. So anyway, what it turned out to be was not cancer. It's not cancer. They said, "Okay, we just need to monitor it, monitor it, monitor it while you grow up." and uh, didn't get any worse but it just looks different the in inside part of the bone is a little bit um less hard in that area but there's plenty of hard bone around it that it's fine so you, but you can actually feel on my leg you can actually feel where there's kind of like a little uh spot where it bulges on that bone do we have to feel it is it you don't have to is okay. it more like is it likely to break more than any so, other bone so here's here's what they said and interestingly i broke that bone in a different spot. Like I broke that's okay. I broke that bone down in my ankle. Um but what basically what they said in the way it is is if it were to break in that area that would be the spot where it would break probably. And if you break that, the one thing that's really bad, right, is if you break that, there's a much higher percentage chance that you have what's called a non-union uh, fracture. So basically had one of those. that it, it won't heal. So, hmm. um, yeah. you probably have to get surgery or something at least get a rod put in it's a lot of freaking the radius bone. Yeah. Did that to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, so that, so that's the story. And then, so um, your Muay Thai career is over. Right. So that was what can't. essentially that was what ended. Like I was able to go back to sports. I came into the basketball season halfway through, um, but what happened was they basically, my dad said, well, you're not going to be a catcher anymore. Have you seen Phil's high kicks? Well, <laughs> no, that would be interesting. <laughs> nice thing about first base is you can't slide in the first base. So you wouldn't yeah, get, you, you wouldn't get, oh, you can. Yeah. You can slide. Yeah. It, what's, what's the base you can't really, you're not supposed to slide home. Is it well, no, you can slide. You can slide into all the bases. Don't want you like running into. The I catcher. thought I thought there was something about first base. You're not supposed to slide. I don't remember. This is coming from. Well, like, it's it's not recommended. Like it's typically baseball. it's typically stupid to slide into first base. Okay. It doesn't make any sense to slide into first base because it's your, faster your to just run through. Ankle it, would be safer unless first. you're going to slide head first. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, I was playing first base in I think it was a playoff game in Rochester, and I actually got uh, 16 stitches on my uh, lower right leg. Mm. Yeah, there was a, and this was, it was on purpose too. It was kind of like one of those back and he's, forth he's, games. He spiked you. Yeah, ah. yeah. He, and this is when they still had. I, I don't know if like the metal cleats. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're still doing medical or metal cleats or not. I don't but, know either. Yeah. So know. yeah, I was uh, straddling first base like I'm supposed to, and he comes in instead of going onto the base, he goes directly down on my um lower calf. Ouch. Yeah. So ah. sixteen stitches later. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Ouch. That was tough. But other than that, I don't. I've never broken a bone. That's the problem. See, the problem with high school sports is you get beat. You get the piss beat out of you for nothing. Like I'm just. I I don't know. I hate to be against it because I was like, I was a huge athlete. I can I can bring up all my glory days in sports, but it doesn't matter because I tell Phil all the time. Like I could have went to college and played football. Lots of recruiting letters went to a lot of places. Thank God I didn't. Because at the end of that, yeah, it's fun because you get the camaraderie and it's a. It, but Jesus to play a high physical contact sport. And then you like later it's on, you pay for it. It's like I can lot, just yeah, think yeah. of like every injury I have came from a high school sport. 
nothing else <laughs> that's besides doing MMA in college but that's but none of them were that bad so not even as bad as MMA less injuries than high school football you, what, what's that say <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not well not good so yeah you know, they're just different sports yeah i mean the only thing that happens doing like mixed martial arts is like you you lot of your fingers and then sometimes you get dislocations when people put you in a lock yeah but like concussions in, if you're not good at MMA. side contusions well a lot of times mma in new york when i was doing it you had to wear head yeah and you couldn't there wasn't you couldn't even do legal MMA bouts in New York State. A lot of people forget the only place you could do it was at like Turning Stone or down in Allegheny at that. Salamanca. Only the only the Indian reserves or really? Native Americans. Did so you have any fights? Like one or two, like not many. I mean, yeah. I, they, you had headgear on. You couldn't use your elbows. It was just like oh, oh even in the actual bout, you had to have the headgear oh, on. Yeah, yeah, oh. they'd make you do it. It was pretty. No kidding. Even though you could do and. You could do MMA. They still made you do it. They wouldn't. No one would let you go in there. Now in New York, you can just go balls. <laughs> There's like it's yeah. full on. Now it's like crazy cage matches, and people are nuts. I I'm glad I'm, I didn't do that. You now. think you think you'll make a comeback? Who, who passed no. that rule no. to let it go? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure who would do that. Cuomo. I, I it's I'm just shocked that uh, there was something in New York State where they actually made it so there was more freedom. Yeah. Instead of less, I don't know. I'm sure that never happened. A lot of people were upset because New York City was making all the money because all right. oh, you were allowed to go down to New York City and do MMA matches, but you couldn't do them like up here. The mm-hmm. only time I ever we there was ever one without it. You, we where was it? Pennsylvania, Maryland, or something? You had to go down there and do it. Yeah, it's just like. Did you ever fight in a barn before? No, no, no. That seems like it'd be not no. professional. What about did you ever? You ever been in a prison fight? No. Like, or jail? I got spit on in jail. You just got spit on. Yeah, and I was on the cert team. But you didn't, like... Yeah, I was able to, like, tackle him down. And yeah. Hold him. Yeah, it's fun. So that's kind of, like, and, you kind of got into a we fight. Put a, yeah. We put a spit mask on him. You know, like, oh, yeah. like that guy that they killed, like, a in Rochester? Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. What's, what's, like, the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you at, like, a jail? Uh, Weirdest? Yeah. Oh, God. Or just most interesting. You know, really... I saw a guy die. That, that was pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. There wasn't. It's just like what you think, what you see on TV. You know, it's like yeah. it's like a lot less than that. But every once in a while, you see some crazy shit. You're like, oh, what did he that's die? That's interesting. Of? He jumped off the second floor balcony on, on and like landed on his head. But he went in because Whoa. that's yeah. he sexually assaulted a baby. Uh, oh, and, well, that's why. And the okay. baby died. Jesus, and, Christ. and it was in lions. So it's all over the news and in the newspaper. So this guy yeah, comes in. He's not going to do well. And it's like, ah, uh, you're done. And like within the first, somebody told the inmates the day before. So like, I remember going in and there's like 10 foot ceilings here. And then the rest were like 40 foot. And on the 10 foot ceiling, there was still blood where he got beat up in Jeez, the, in the corner by these guys. Jesus. And then he ended up ending himself the, the next day. Cause he knew what was going to happen. So the, the, the pedophiles are top tier. In yeah. prison. Yeah, people people don't targeted. like them. Yeah. No. There's a lot of creative people in jail though. One of my favorite things that I seen was this guy took all the milk cartons, ripped all the elastic out of his sock, and made a guitar out of sock elastic and milk cartons. Dude, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, did it sound good? Did they I did mean he, it, it he he twanged on it? It's funny. Yeah. It was did funny. he have to keep it hidden? Oh yeah. Well, I didn't care because I seen him screwing around. He knew when I was there, I didn't care. 
but one of the guys after me, some old prick, has got none, takes it from him and like writes him up and then says that I knew about it. And like it was, I ended up leaving that job because there's more drama working yeah. in a jail than you could ever imagine. Huh. It's what jail so it's like you can't use Ontario stuff, County. Ontario County. You can't yeah. use stuff for other than its intended purpose, right? Yeah. And I guess in jail, you you, you're really things. not supposed to have fun. I mean, you're in jail, right? I guess yeah. is what they think. Uh, but to me, the kid was 19 years old. And he was in there because he probably some dumb drug restricted charge. the air of another person. And in there, it says that he was that he got into a fight and he choked someone and they pressed charges on him. Hmm. So I mean, he wasn't like a horrible kid. It's not that like, can be that can go sideways yeah. though. You know, I yeah. I knew a guy when I was growing up that was a wrestler, mm-hmm. and he got into a uh, a fight outside of a bar. Some guy attacked him. I think I think the guy attacked him. But he was a wrestler, so he just grabbed the guy and he choked him, and the guy died. What? Yes. What did he do? Hit his head after? He choked him to death. He just kept holding him once he was out. Yeah. Oh. Well, you You, know, you should know as a wrestler, you should know when to let up. Well, and that's why I can tell you. That's why people go limp real quick. And that's why he went to prison. He's turning blue. That's why he went to prison for second degree, is because um, you know he didn't go there to kill the guy, but he knew well enough to let go yeah, and didn't. Yeah. The most non-intrusive chokes, the blood choke. Uh, that's, that's when you restrict somebody's airflow, you get really scary. So yeah, that's why I think, I don't know why when I was a corrections officer and starting to become a cop, they don't teach anyone. Like why is Brazilian jujitsu not taught to every single law officer? The things you could do with Brazilian jujitsu and just, hold a person like why because they don't want to make sense that it's so easy you can just put someone in a kimura you can just put them down you could put them in a blood choke or, or teach them a bare a rear naked choke how easy like, is that to learn easy really it's i mean not to be a master at it yeah but to learn how to grapple and roll and because a lot of brazilian jiu-jitsu is putting your body i mean and you come in the way you are you're like so you like being perfect. You'd love it because the technique and the way you place your body and where you hold your weight, it just like, it makes sense. Like the way that you can just grab the smallest thing, somebody's wrist yeah. and just stop. Am I going to get ringworm? I don't know. I never got ringworm really. Uh, <laughs> Why would you get ringworm? <laughs> Am I going to get cauliflower ear? I, no, my ears are fine. Because all the skin conditions that you get when you, when you get into like any kind of wrestling, like I, before every, when I was working at uh, Bucknell University, I worked with the wrestling a little bit. And before every wrestling uh, competition, like everybody have to do skin checks to make sure they didn't have any rashes or anything. Yeah, when you do MMA, you get you get like the check, especially before you yeah. go do a bout because yeah, like there's a lot of balls. blood and saliva, so they want to make sure that you pass. Like you, you know, I a couple guys didn't make it in because they had you know, herpes or they got like, you know, or they got an STD because no man, they give you the check. Yeah. Like, cause they, you're, you know, you're wrestling another man. You know, like, yeah. So they don't want you rubbing up on someone and giving it to them. Well, so. because like, so and you're much. on the mats too. So right. it, yeah. like, you don't want to transmit it to the next 10 guys that are on the mat after you either. Yeah. Because so much like blood and saliva is shared. I'm so surprised that they have UFC going on right now. Well, in a different country, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. They, no, they've done it in the United States for a pay-per-view, haven't they? Oh, did they? Uh, I, I, I think I think they did one. Yeah. And then they I thought also, they were on an island or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. In, like, Dubai or something? Yeah. I think it was Dubai. And the thing is, is I was doing amateur, and the checks we would get was pretty extensive. Uh, I imagine what they're doing in the UFC, those guys. I mean, I'm sure they're 
clean as can be. So yeah, I'd imagine. But how crazy yeah. is it if you get? Think about how safe you have to be because if you get herpes, you can't never fight again. If you get, I mean, think hepatitis or any or anything like that. Like your career yeah. is done and over with. So these guys, you must really be like on top of your game. So there are some things though that you can, like if you get, if you have ringworm, you can still fight. You can wrestle like in a wrestling in the NCAA. I don't if think they, I want to fight someone if, they have if it's covered. Like that's okay. it. So like with with yeah. some of some of these rashes and things, mm-hmm. like it's not it doesn't necessarily disqualify you, but it may, it requires you to take extra precautions to make sure that you're not spreading. Yeah, but it can easily become uncovered like during the match, though. Well, then you'd have to like you get like five minutes total to make sure that you're you know you have blood Wrapped time, up right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know all the details of it anymore. I used to know more about it, but but essentially some. And it might not even be a ringworm, but some uh, skin conditions and other things that um, if they're covered, then you can still compete. And that goes for other sports, too. That goes for, you know, soccer. Like, you you can't have an exposed rash um, or an exposed wound. It has to be covered. So Right. Yeah, because... And that's every sport you see them. Yeah. I mean, you watch sports, Jordan. You know, as soon as, especially as much as we like basketball, mm-hmm. if there's a drop of maybe even a little blood, they're like, <laughs> like yeah, wrapping yeah. them up and like getting the blood, and like they take care of it instantly. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't mess around. That's hydrogen peroxide works surprisingly well at removing blood from mm-hmm. clothing. It's like I was talking to Phil, watching some boxing and fighting. Like when I was doing MMA, they still did the like cold stuff like on your face, like to try to like bring down swelling. And I was like, the only thing it does is it like, I guess like I was asking Phil, how much does, do you think it helps? And all I remember is I guess it lowered the swelling, but if you ever got hit there, you'd bleed instantly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. Why? Because, but, because it's so cold? No, you just because like all they're doing is dropping. So you're still going to bleed. You're still going to get cut open. I, did, I they, uh, did they put uh, Vaseline on you? See, I I didn't. I had headgear most of the time. There I was like only Vaseline. there was oh, okay. only the one where it was like, like down there, and that was like, it was crazy the way they like wrapped your hands and did your face, and that was a little more legit. And then like training, you could do that, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I I've never really seen like a real. I would love to see like a pro fight and how they train and what they do for. Oh, it. that'd be awesome. Because this, is, I I was an amateur. The way I heard about it was an FLCC. And these kids were all taking rides to Ithaca College and going to the squad, the bomb squad where John, John Jones was out of. So Jeez. John Bones Jones. Yeah. I used to want to box, but like not just to get into bouts, just like more for like the training. Like yeah. Even like USC just to get in MMA. shape. Yeah. Like the trainings that they must have to go through are just ridiculous. There's a Golden Glove boxer out of Geneva. I mean, I think he still has his boxing thing there. Yeah. The, they, they have a boxing facility in Geneva. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's a, a golden glove, so he must know his shit. I know a lot of people used to that wanted to box used to go there. So also if you get really good at boxing, like if you ever like go out in public, you just no one's gonna mess with you. Like no one's gonna there's a there's a creepy Phil fact. Removing blood from clothing. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> hey Sean, nice buck, buddy. It was impressive. Uh and I love the way that you freaking scouted out and like worked on it, and you finally got it. That was a it was cool seeing that. You guys so, hunt? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys both hunt? Yeah. yeah. I I should have been hunting today. 
I wasn't. Was that today. snow out? I was hunting uh, sleep today. Me too. Uh, so I yeah, to I got uh, like I just got here in time to get the show on time. <laughs> hey, I got I got my one deer. I'm hey, you good. know we started so. on time today. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's unbelievable. Right at eleven. Whatever so, happens. <laughs> you brought something up. We're gonna. I guess we can switch off MMA and stuff. You brought up the word beast a while back. Like it was like way back, like a half hour ago. We were probably talking about me. And I, br- I brought up beast. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And all I could think about was Jordan's dog. <laughs> that thing. You, shout, you, shout out you, Tatum. You've shout never Tatum. seen a more that vicious tiny dog. dog. You seen that it? tiny little? It poodle. tried to kill me. It, really? li- it licked yeah. me to death. Yeah, it was that's the cutest damn dog I've ever seen in my life, oh, Jordan. Yeah. You you would have to check him from head to toe before you put him in an MMA fight, because <laughs> he will lick your face to death. <laughs> that dog no, is he's... so cute. So you've seen his dog? Yeah, he he's brought it his, in like the first day. His little yeah, sweater. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. so funny. But LBC sweater. <laughs> he's well known at Lawrence. If you have tiny dogs, you I guess you can get a, a little dog sweater from the Laurentide. Is that like? Yeah. Do yeah. they have more? Like they have more of those? That's or? not what he didn't have a home at Laurentide. Is that regular so, yeah. merch or what? It, um, yeah, it's just a little Laurentide like doggy T-shirt. Yeah. So yeah. slips right on. And so if you have a tiny dog, like Brings apparently, if if French man, bulldogs or whatever. Yeah. If a man has a tiny dog, apparently that's adorable. Yes, especially a, a bigger man has a tiny dog. Yeah, like a big guy with a tiny dog. It's cute, <laughs> right? Big man and a tiny dog. It's like a big man in a little coat. <laughs> hey, Jordan, yeah. can are you sharing that? Can yeah, yeah. yeah you guys yeah. want some? I I may may have a, a small amount. Yeah. Oh, gentleman Jack, is that what that was? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. TJ. Yeah, I I can't do the. I'll take a spot. I can't do the normal Jack anymore. See, Jack Daniels Me is either. my favorite alcohol. I've been developing a more expensive taste, like your um, your guys's bourbon. Yeah, I love that. Do you? And um, what do you guys uh, have there now? Uh, It's uh, I forget what it's called, but I don't think it's bourbon. It's a it's a whiskey. Oh, oh, Um, what they have at at the Laurentide. Laurentide, Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what what that is. It's like Fort something. They've got some kind of rye there. No, no, that's not mine. That's not yours. No, it's a it's pretty good though. It's a rye, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's decent. It's a decent rye. Gentleman Jack. So. Fun fact about so Jack Daniels Distillery is probably the coolest distillery, and the way they they distill everything is amazing. If you go and visit, you'll never drink anything else. I'm just telling you, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. The only fun thing with it is it's in a dry county. A lot of people have heard, so you can't drink anything there because it's in a dry county isn't that crazy but there's like a part of it that's not in the county jesus that's that would drive me nuts can we annex just this so room so there's like a room i don't know if it's on the line or something that you can go in and drink in like in this the same it sounds like a gimmick yes. it sounds like a gimmick it, it's yeah. in it's in a serious dry seriously dry county it really yeah is. but i bet they like i, I, maybe. I bet they're like I, I don't know here's 10 million dollars we're gonna just take this part and we're gonna annex it on to hazard <laughs> county yeah and that would drive me nuts if I'm going to a distillery and seeing how it's made, one of my favorite drinks. And at the end, they say, you can't taste it. <laughs> right. That, that would drive me nuts. Go buy a bottle at the liquor store. Yeah. So thanks for coming. They have it's that, in all of them. They have that little room you can go in and do a tasting. But one of the coolest things about that place is they show you where the water's filtered through limestone. You can like go walk. That's like, I don't know. Maybe, That's cool. Maybe a half mile away. And you can see where like this like. Kind of looks like almost like a waterfall that goes in through the limestone down in. It's like a naturally occurring spring, and wow, it's pretty. And they've been using that water since 
Who knows? It's really on the bottle. Is it in Tennessee? Is it in Tennessee? No, uh, that was in. Yeah, it is in Tennessee. It is in Tennessee. Yeah. I forget what uh, uh, county it is or where it is exactly, but yeah, hmm. it's about forty-five minutes an hour south it, of Nashville. Is that is Jack Daniels the one? You you probably remember this, like a year I don't know, in the past couple of years. At some point, there was like a big fire. That's Jim Beam. It was Jim Beam yeah. it took out like. 300,000 barrels of, of whiskey or something. It's yeah. terrible. Can you imagine? Well, it's not terrible for them because insurance, all of it was insurance. insured. Yeah. Here but, we uh, go. We get the money now instead yeah. of yeah. having to sell it all. Makes that's you why there was, and that's what, that wasn't out in public, but on like the ADI forums, there was a huge investigation. Oh, yeah. Because they were saying Jim Beam was uh, like not doing well. Mm. And then all of a sudden, boom, get there's that a insurance fire. money. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, but then Jim Beam's like, why would we destroy our own hard work? And the guy's like, for money. Like, now, what about, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. What about, um, you know, Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. Like, personally. Yeah. Um, Did a couple movies together. Yeah. So, you know about that vodka that he's got? The crystal head? Yeah. Yeah. Every famous person. Do you know how they make that? No. Part of their process, they take this, they take the vodka. And they run it over something called Herkimer diamonds. Yeah, you know about that. Yeah, because yeah. they the diamonds have a uh, now that you I I don't know about that, but I know the diamonds have something that like same thing as copper almost like takes out some of the impurities and sulfites and everything. Yeah. You you can go there. They got uh, they got campsites there. The Herkimer. Yeah, I used used to go there every year as a family. Yeah, me too. Just picked. Oh, you did. Well, I'd go to Frankfurt right next to Herkimer. How far is oh. Herkimer from here? What is it's it? like three hours. Yeah. 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 I probably ran into you. Just didn't even know you. I don't think so. That's, and <laughs> I w- I wonder how many how many distillers from around here have tried to do it. Maybe maybe some people do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know how good it works compared to chill filtering, which is way better. Do you know what uh, Herkimer so. diamonds are? No. I started. I saw this, and he said, "Oh yeah." And then you know, because it like the diamonds turn yellow when like after they've been used up, and you have to get new diamonds. And uh, there, it doesn't make sense for actual diamonds to chemically change anything because they're they're pretty inert. It's just carbon, mm-hmm. like all like if all right. That's how carb. That's how diamonds are. So I looked it up. Herkimer diamonds are just uh, it's quartz. Oh really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I don't. I've just read about. Uh... Maybe like that the Herkimer and it was on the forums. Obviously, they were probably talking about Dan Aykroyd, and they were asking if anyone uses it and explaining it. But at the end, the big conclusion was chill filtering is the best filter process in the world, and there's nothing better. Chill filtering, chill yeah. filtering. So is that like how you make ice beer? I don't know how you make ice beer. And you just freeze it, and freeze it, pull yeah. off whatever freezes. So a, ch- a chill filtering there. is like extreme cold temps that freeze off any impurities or anything hmm. like that and and filters it out it's a hell it's like it's expensive as hell i don't have one it's thousands of dollars to get really? to do it but yeah do you have to use liquid nitrogen or something maybe yeah I, i've i've just looked at them thinking you know if we ever were like made it big and we're making vodka of course you do it but yeah it, i guess we use activated carbon because that's a, yeah affordable you just <laughs> triple filter reverse osmosis <laughs> Activated carbon. <laughs> a fun fact: If you want to make any alcohol taste better, pour it out, swirl it, 
fast, slow, for as long as you can, and put it back in the bottle. It'll just it, give it some air. Yeah, because uh, all you're doing is adding. Uh, so you're taking out some of the impurities and just adding oxygen to it or adding you know air to it so it makes it smoother well a little fluffier is what i call it what about these um these these little uh like wood spirals have you seen these it's like they take some oak or something and they make a spiral and they burn it so it's got a lot of uh, surface area on it and then you just you put it in that's how uh, you make the bottle that's how you make shitty bourbon yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about the uh, the little barrels? Like you can get like a one gallon barrel or a three gallon Those are barrel. Cool. Those yeah. are cool. Yeah. So I saw, and then there's stuff that you can put in them too, which I don't understand why you'd have to put anything in it. Because you, mm. so more, it's all about surface to yeah. to liquid ratio. Yeah. So the smaller the barrel, the faster the aging process. So a five gallon barrel, which a lot of distilleries are around here do now, is the best way to go because it takes four to six months to age a bourbon where if you put it in a 53 gallon barrel it takes two to three years sure so it's like that's why and a lot of people will put those chips in the barrel Mm -hmm. so it's like faster but if you it's like anything else if you try to the faster you make more it tastes woody and i'm not sure if you've ever had a woody bourbon but you can almost taste like like wood a lot of people use like maple too don't they put like maple Maple? in the process Uh, like maple syrup no, there's like a like Jack Daniels does a maple charcoal filter. So yeah. what they do is they run they run all their whiskey through a charcoal filter that's got I don't know why it's maple, but yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. Sounds so manly. I like always wanted to get fire. one of those little barrels though. I heard you could take like kind of crappy whiskey and make good whiskey out of it. Could you put vodka in one of those and it be and like turn into whiskey essentially? It probably tastes terrible. Yeah, technically be whiskey. Yeah, because all the only thing that you, makes whiskey. Do you think it would be good? Is age. What's that? Do you think it would be good? Sure. What would you name it? But it wouldn't be. I mean, just, it would be. It'd I wouldn't name it. I'd just drink it. Really clean tasting. So you're not gonna get your like this. Like you taste this, you can taste the grain and vodka. You're gonna be like, oh, this is some good aged. Yeah. Yeah, it just tastes good. Have you ever <laughs> Have you ever been to um, St. Louis? Did, have you ever been to Anheuser Busch? No, but I love Budweiser. Yeah, so do you know about their process? It's kind of cool. I got to take the brewery tour there a few years ago. Did you see the horses? Yeah, I saw the horses. You see everything. It's cool. Seriously, do they have Clydesdale? Oh, yeah, they've got them. that's cool. They've got a whole barn, and then they bring one out and let you look at it and stuff. They're huge, right? They're massive, yeah. They're like way taller than me. That that Budweiser commercial with the Clydesdales, it was so sad. It's true. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Very teardropping. Moment of silence. Anyway, um they take you through this and at the beginning it doesn't smell very good. Like the, cause you go into all the different parts of their process. Like you smell it at this part and you go in there and it's like, and then you go in and there's just these giant tanks and they're man. I, I think they're like 250,000 gallons or something like that. Or, or maybe it's even 250,000 barrels. Shit, like Jesus. it's they're They're just, it's just, they're massive. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like they're bigger yeah. than they're they're like the size of this building. <laughs> like they're huge. They're not that tall, but they're like two. Well, st- anyway. I know that sometimes they're so big that people you can't ship them on the road. 
those some of those things. They actually oh, yeah. bring yeah, them yeah, by have to build boat them. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, build yeah. them there. Yeah, yeah, like those huge cargo ships. <laughs> yeah, like bring them up ship. the Mississippi. Seriously. But yeah. so anyway, the point point is so there you're in a situation that that's how they're aging or fermenting, whatever. And so they're that part of the process. Um, they're steel tanks. So they're not aged in wood. They're aged with wood in it. So they take these uh, palm staves. They're aging beer? Yeah, they age the beer. With wood? With wood. Really? So when you get Budweiser, they've got palm staves. Okay. And I think they're from France. I think they bring them in from France. Um, There might be some that come from America, but there's kind of a, there might be a combination. Anyway, so they take these palm staves and they put them into the tank with the beer and the so they have all that surface area from it being inside so that was kind of tying it back in it's kind of a neat i'm neat I, idea. I didn't know they aged a beer on wood hmm. yeah that's weird why i just didn't know where'd you hear that there's a the, there oh you went i went there and oh. they were like yeah there's palm staves in that that's crazy <laughs> oh. yeah i i just didn't know i didn't what the hell it would do to a beer putting wood on it well i mean think about barrel aged porter like right barrel aged yeah. imperial it's, it's stout in, so are the palm staves charred uh, i don't think so so i just don't know what they're picking up from the wood that's no i, I think I, just, I, 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 don't know. I think I, partly it gives them more surface yeah. area for their for the fermentation or whatever and i like budweiser so i'm it works yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm not gonna say i don't know i just that's crazy yeah Uh, because i mean and you think anyone around here puts wood in their beer most of them put their beer in wood (sighs) they do yeah all like all these places that no i don't mean most of them do that but a lot of places have barrel aged beer oh yeah yeah but not like a lager um no, no, you're right. I just yeah. drink, I just drink it. I, no, I, I think they know could. About I it. really like like, and bar- I think they bourbon. use the palm because it doesn't have as strong of a flavor as yeah. like oak. You know, it's not you know Maker's Mark barrels that they're putting it in. It's and the Laurentide gets my uh, my bourbon barrel. This one when it's done, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Probably put that Imperial Stout in there. That'll kill somebody. Yes, <laughs> me. Yeah, Jay, that's called a gin ski, is, is what uh, Carlton calls his gin in a whiskey barrel. Uh, and then age gin, it's called old Tom gin. So, but yeah, Carlton, that's his gin ski. I've been tasting that for a long time. It was n- always not for me. <laughs> you don't like and it. then he got it out and watered it down and put it in the bottle and it's good now yeah huh. but like we were trying it like when he first was doing it and every time like oh god carlton you're gonna kill somebody with this shit because it's like 128 proof right what's the so, strongest thing you have on your menu uh i think the gin 94 proof gin yeah yeah isn't your bourbon more than that 92 really yeah the wow. bourbon's good dude very smooth yeah, somewhere in there. Thanks for the for the whiskey. Yeah, that's good. Right. No problem. Yeah. I've never actually had Gentleman Jack before. Really? It's double mellowed. Did you know that? It's double mellowed. No. Probably cost extra too. No, Gentleman Jack me. does cost extra. They pay extra oh, for, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. for the second Jack. mellowing. Yeah. 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 Extra mellowed. That's why I was like, my taste just got a little bit more expensive. But that's not a bad thing. So what's going on in the music world right now? 
for <sighs> you? For for me, I have uh, I'm in like a weird transition right now. I had uh, my old stage name, Preop. Yeah, what, what were you looking at over here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not not that transition. <laughs> well, oh, you were. Oh shit, I get it. I I didn't get it for the longest time. Now I'm like, no. oh no, I'm I'm saying with my my name. I used to have uh, um old name went by uh, two hit a. It was a college name, but I'm transitioning into George. Ice Bush. Yeah, Ice Bush. No, two hitter. Yeah, I like that one. It was. Uh, I'll never forget the first I'm time that I heard Molly hitter. McGuigan come so. in. She's like, "We're going to see two hitter." <laughs> <laughs> Even if I change it, everyone's just gonna call me two hitter. But um, no, I'm trying to um, start performing more like around the Finger Lakes. Um, you know, like acoustically, and you know, like do covers, but also do my original stuff. Uh, but I would rather. I think that. Um, like wineries and breweries, distilleries, they would rather hire a Jordan Bush to perform than a two hitter. You yeah, know, <laughs> I think maybe you're right. Yeah. Now, now with that, um, what is your? So, do you do a lot of cover music, or is it mostly your own stuff? Uh, well, every, everything I do right now is just my own stuff. Okay. Um, I do have right now, which is my first uh, single. It's on like iTunes, Spotify. It's called Saturdays. Um, we're actually gonna be shooting the music video uh at laurentide oh cool in the inside the inn which will be pretty cool neat yeah also if, if there's any women viewers that are watching right now we need a lead so if you're uh, interested you wanted a very specific kind of woman for this though didn't you um yeah so the director his name's uh, shane shane cole uh, he wants a brunette for this one so definitely has to be brunette gotta have a brunette uh, yeah my so. dancing careers. What about a redhead? You don't, you don't get any redheads in there. <laughs> yeah, Phil, you could be in afraid guys, they're going to be too fiery. You guys can be an uh, extra if you want. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not supposed to show my face in this county, so I don't want to. Just as an outlaw. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, try to. He's in the witness protection program while I'm doing a podcast <laughs> live on Facebook. <laughs> Smartest uh, guy in the world. Strike that. Not in the witness protection program. Forget <laughs> I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. You gotta be a brunette. Listen, we don't <laughs> don't dye your damn hair. We want a real brunette. Yeah, yeah, legit. Oh, and you will get paid. You will get paid. No, a legit brunette. What were you gonna say? Don't say anything <laughs> stupid before you get us in trouble. I'm just saying a real brunette that you'll get paid. <laughs> Phil, you're awful. I can't. No more whiskey for I'm Phil. Tr- I'm not. <laughs> He's done with whiskey uh, for the day. Sometimes I'm slightly immature. Um, well, it's boring to be professional all the time, yeah. you know. Yeah, but live on Facebook, it's good. What to be is what's the yeah, song about? Um, so obviously, it doesn't apply for everyone because not everyone, you know, works on Saturdays. But can if you, if you don't can work, you pull it up on Spotify. We have uh, the content um, creator here. A, we'll probably get pulled though. Why? It doesn't swear. Yeah, we'll get pulled off YouTube. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Well, don't do that then. But I'll link to it. I'll link okay. to it in the in the comments later. All right, cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's about um, finding you know special girl. It's your Saturday. You know, you enjoy Saturdays. You want to be with them the rest of your life. And it's it's pretty pretty self. I think someone. I think we got a girl tagged. 
No, that's Marianne. It's Marianne. Oh no, no. Oh yeah, that's tag. that's your uh, that's your other co-host, right? Yeah, yeah it is. I don't Marianne. think Marianne wants to be in a music no, video. No, maybe she does. <laughs> yeah, know. Marianne, you can be in a music video. <laughs> Mary, you never know. That would be really good for the podcast. I want you to know. <laughs> oh, it, would be, it would really help it us would, a lot. It would be uh, on here. You can awesome. wear a rare shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's rare. Do it. For, yeah, do it for the music video. We'll get uh, we'll get your logo in the video. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> we usually Marianne's gonna kill you right now. I'm telling you, once she sees you, you're a dead man. Probably. Yeah. Sorry. No, it'll be uh, it'll be good promotion for you. My last video got about um, six, seven thousand views. There you go. So it's better better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like pretty much all a penny. Wait till you see how many views this one gets. I hope a lot. Hope it's gonna lot. be great. So how do you how do you describe your like your genre? Like, what do you? Mm. See, it, it's uh, are you more like Ja Rule or more like Ja Rule? Cla- Clayton. I I kind of no. I kind of have Jennings. The, <laughs> ja Rule. <laughs> no, I I have like probably about. I'd say I'm like Post Malone. I'm kind of on the same vibe as him. Like Posty. Like he he's not just hip hop, and he's like you know he does a little bit of everything. Like I don't know if you know he's a, song. a hell of a singer and guitar yeah, I player. I yeah. don't. You know, I know people like him though. You know, ever hear a song Feeling Whitney? Yeah, just all acoustic. Yeah. I like I like a lot of acoustic. Like I'll even you know it's it's what I'm feeling. Like I'll put out a country song. You know, like it's just anything that I'm like vibing with at the time. And I'll sing back up on your country song. You yeah, you have a good low voice. Like yeah, very good ready. low voice. He's ready for it. Yeah, he's been he's ready to sing his country. Phil, come into the studio. I've been practicing every morning in the shower. Have you? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sing some nitty gritty dirt band. Nitty gritty dirt band. You'd be good at. It's, it's hard for me because it's a little bit higher than I'm than I can modulate. What is it? Nitty. <clears throat> the nitty gritty dirt band. Never heard of them. You never heard of the nitty gritty dirt band? Nope. Golly. What, we'll, jo- what genre we'll is you. it? Golly. That's good old fashioned country music. Hmm. Yeah, I'm only only Johnny Cash for old fashioned. Now listen, I listen to con- country music's all I listen to. I think oh, Phil yeah? kind of. He hates on me for it sometimes. What? I don't know. I don't you don't know. you don't broaden your horizons? Don't, you don't I, do any Phil, other genres? What? Yeah, yeah, you like when you got in my Jeep the one day and you're like, Oh, you listen to country. You're, yeah. Yeah, you didn't think that's what I listened to. You're like, what you just listen to like Yeah, country? I didn't think you listened to it. Yeah, you didn't peg me as a country guy. But I, I'm from Dundee. I didn't I was hating <laughs> on you for it. I just didn't think that you liked it. I like it. I was like, Oh my god, we actually have something in common. No, I no, that's what I meant. Like maybe not hating, but like picking on me. Like, oh, I didn't think you'd you'd listen to country music. Like, well, well, what do I look like I listen to? Yeah, like, like kind of. Like, you guys like today's country or Miley Cyrus and stuff like that? Well, I like Miley Cyrus. So you look like you listen yeah, to. She's. I like Hannah Montana too. Yeah. Take either. <laughs> I like I like Hannah Montana more than Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus went off the deep end. Britney Spears, Cher, you know that kind of stuff is the, what I thought I you came in to. like a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. All right. <laughs> I knew Marla is Marla. We need to sing for Marla. Okay. We'll sing a song for Marla. Do you have anything that you can, do you have anything ready? You, you promised me the other night that you were going to sing a uh, Festivus song. Ah, how drunk was I? I do not remember promising that. <laughs> you don't remember? You, you were like, I don't even know you what said, Festivus is. You said, I'll sing a Christmas song. And I said, well, I don't really celebrate oh. Christmas, but I like Festivus. And you're like, oh, well, we'll do a Festivus song. Oh, yes. That was uh, it was Friday night, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> gosh, gosh. You guys are both pretty drunk that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I didn't go to bed till like three in the morning. It was not good. If you like Jennings. Oh, yeah. Cash, Waylon Jennings is great. Chris Christopherson. 
You ever listen to those guys? I know who they are. Um, don't listen to them though. Really? Yeah. As, a, as an artist, I really need to like broaden my horizons and listen to older stuff. I listen to some older stuff, but like Biggie, I listen to Biggie. Not Tupac though. Yeah, I don't like Tupac. Huh? I respect him, but I why don't you like him? It's just I just don't vibe with it. Music's all about vibes, and I just don't like it. It's because his bandana's backwards, isn't it? That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get into his bandana though. So, yeah, I just I don't understand the old school rap that people like. Like those guys to me, just I don't know. Yeah. Like I I guess like rap to me is like it has to have a meaning, right? So like J Cole, Eminem, like people that actually sing about things other than just money and women and drugs. You don't drugs, think so. that changes had meaning? Change changes by Tupac Shakur, Tupac. You know, you know there there's a song or two by him that have something, but the rest is just like I don't know. I don't like California. Yeah. Knows how it bothers. Yeah, that one's uh, that doesn't have. That's stupid. Yeah. But then he's like, the, he he samples uh, Bruce Horns being the range, uh, mandolin rain for the background to the song changes, and uh, I thought that was a pretty good like that had a good message. I don't like Tupac. It's because he hasn't put anything <laughs> out. Jeez, like- <laughs> oh, there you go, Phil. <laughs> Phil, you strike me as one of those guys that thinks that he's still alive. You knew I was gonna say that. I just I could just picture you saying that. I, I, I think you, you got called out, dude. He actually has a place on Cuca Lake, right next door oh, to yeah. right next door to John Travolta. Really? Yeah. Did that ever happen? Because I remember I don't people talking so. about Travolta. <laughs> I don't think so. When there was last summer, one of those military choppers came over the lake and everybody's like does anybody know what's going on with this military chopper that's oh, coming yeah. down the lake? And I was like, yeah, I, it's John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess there's a helic. Is there a helicopter repair place in Penyan? Helicopter. Uh, I, like up at the airport or well, yeah, they're there. Uh, there's like a helicopter have, uh, mechanic aerospace or I think it's called Aero, not aerospace. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's just Aero. I, yeah. It's, yeah. Penyan Aero. They have some cool yeah, stuff yeah, around Penyan. here that they I don't got, even know about. They got into a lot of trouble. Really? Did you, you didn't hear about this? No. Because they make things for NASA. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I thought this was separate from... I thought he the guy used to work for them. Wait, Penyon Arrow makes things for NASA? Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. Are you sure it's... That's a big deal. Yeah. Not just a guy that used to work for them and then went to work no, for NASA? it was a guy at Penyon Arrow. He oh. was in trouble here. Well, you got to tell the story then. Uh, I don't know it well. Uh, I just remember reading about it and he didn't... You know, you're supposed to do... Your, he signed off he on like, everything yeah. and he didn't do the proper maintenance he was doing or the checks paperwork or wrong. anything. Yeah. He wasn't doing what he said he was doing and he was signing off on it. So, Oof. and when you're messing with a company that's like NASA, is NASA federally owned? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I was going to say they were. So if you're messing with a federal company and you, you it's not going to end. I would well. be very stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like you're going to want to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what happened to that guy. Hey, newbie, what what is that the guy's name or what is that? Of course, yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, okay. Newbie might know a little better than I do, but and I I'm pretty sure it's a Penyon Arrow. There's a lot of stuff around here that you don't even you don't even hardly notice, like this Silgan Plastics. I never knew. I never yeah, knew little existed. business district. Yeah, you know they produce like all the plastic bottles for shampoo and yep. soap and stuff yeah. for they're, Unilever. And yeah, they're one of our biggest customers. 
Really? Yep. So newbie says he can tell us in private about the whole situation. Uh, SpaceX. Okay. Newbie. That, I, I don't know newbie that well, but he also strikes me as a guy that very knowledgeable that, yeah. th- that thinks that Tupac's when, still alive. Yeah. When he's like into conspiracies <laughs> and when those two are on, no, they're om- like, for me, they're almost as smart as me together. Like they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, do, they, cl- they get close. So, like they'll just go into rabbit holes on certain <laughs> topics. And so what do you think is like Jordan? Sometimes I'm like this. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so how about them bills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is the most exciting thing going on around here right now? Around here? Yeah. Right now? Like within whatever, within driving range, like within Lauren, like, Lauren Tide, the LBC. Yeah. yeah. Lauren Tide is the most. Sure. Exciting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It is. I mean, if if you think it's about it, company. like, because I've talked with people before, like, where else can you go to watch live music? You know. Yeah, yeah, you can go there. You in, can watch live music. Yeah. You can with the best. They just got great people. They're good hosts. Yeah, they're just yeah. they're just excellent. They got beings. good good bartenders. I yeah. mean, they kind of they did a good job. Yeah. So. yeah. Speaking of bartenders, shout out. Well, I don't know if she's listening, but Molly, she got uh, my little Tatum that uh, little coat. The little sweater he's thing. got the cutest little coat dude. yeah this is the you. beast dog that we were talking yeah, about earlier. It, 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 it don't touch that dog without asking jordan first <laughs> yeah. it will rip your fingers off <laughs> yeah you, you need to sign a permission slip before you it'll lick the skin off your body yeah i know <laughs> i'm I, like let me see that little shit and i like put my hand it's like, <laughs> 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 like do you excited. uh i don't i don't know if you yeah you have a dog too do you guys brush your dog's teeth or like i just started i should have done it sooner yeah because um my dog's breath is terrible. Oh, you know, he, for he the just, breath? Yeah. We, we got do. some stuff you can put in the water. We do it to oh, keep really? our dog's teeth away. And yeah. we don't brush them. We give them like... Uh, get the greenies. Deer bone. And a lot of people don't know. Like their oh. antlers. Like deer antler bone. I think I've heard of that before. Yeah. Are really good for their teeth. Really? So, yeah. Anytime we get like... Find a shed or people don't want their horns. Let the dogs chew on it. And I'm telling you. Some of my dog... Like teeth are like bright white really? just from yeah gnawing on bones all the time it'll keep them busy too. i mean that's how antlers so hard too yeah and that's how they uh, how hard fell <laughs> you felt it <laughs> look at how mad he gets he's, he's such a stick in the mud sometimes i'm very bro. i'm very sorry you know, we're, we're, we're trying to stay professional uh yeah anyways so <laughs> And that's all for today, folks. Phil <laughs> is not talking for the rest of the day. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, at uh, an event we were at not too long ago, you said something, and Phil just looked at you. <laughs> didn't say anything. <laughs> just speechless. Uh, there's nothing better than making Phil speechless. Yeah, yeah. You give the you give like that um, upset mom look. Yeah, yeah. Like he does. You look and you're like, oh, just he's, disappointed. He's very yeah. disappointed in people. Like he looks at me like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I'll say something and he'll look at me and be like, uh, be like, what do you want? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we haven't been sued or pulled from Facebook, so we're doing fine. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a cool thing about... Um, yeah. 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 That's a cool thing about you guys doing a podcast is you can pretty much say whatever you want. Not like, not like literally, but there's a lot. You have a lot of like verbal freedom. Yeah, when it comes to doing a podcast. Yeah, nobody's gonna pull us off the air except for Facebook and YouTube. I mean, and Phil Spotify, Cuomo Live. Oh, I yeah. didn't really th- 
not with violence. No, not violence. Just you, no. you guys it invited. Was a, him. It was a threatening. Tone I threatened him with chicken wings. You invited him to to the <laughs> podcast, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah. And yeah. and by the way, that is an open invitation. If you want to come on the podcast, Andrew Cuomo, um, you can come on. And not only that, I've got. Oh, so man. he can he can I've talk trying about to get off politics. I've been trying to get off politics, but I had a question today for people, and you you also threatened the Russian mob on Facebook Live. As yeah, well. we can't talk about you that. Yeah. Li- we <laughs> can't talk. <laughs> we can't talk about that. I, I'm have you, have you, I'm on a hit list. <laughs> Phil, I'm on several hit Phil's lists. I had to tell the mob that I may be friends with Phil, but I I. Whatever they gotta do to Phil, they gotta do. I think I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm out of this. I think I'm on the Clinton hit list too. So yeah. Phil's gonna end up accidentally hanging himself or shooting Jesus. himself or getting That's in a car accident. That's how. Yeah, goes. listen, yeah. everybody. I am not going to kill myself. <laughs> I have no desire to commit suicide at any point. No, it won't happen. If if I ever public announcement appear to have committed suicide, it was Hillary. Um, it was probably. <laughs> <laughs> Clintons. <laughs> the did it for sure. I just I'm not gonna suicide myself. I promise. So yeah. I promise. So what's what's going on with this Russian mob? Like what were you... he can't really talk. I we'll can't talk, talk about it anymore. About... You, you literally came in. He's on a, with he's it. on a hit list. He really I can't is. talk he's about it. Get... You just now became like one of the most interesting people I know. I'll we'll talk about it after. <laughs> I can't talk about it right now. <laughs> Don't suicide yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he suicided himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! If Mark Wahlberg comes out and he's like he suicided himself, <laughs> <laughs> just don't believe him. It's oh, not God. true. Oh, so you were going on about politics? What were you gonna say? Yeah, you said you were gonna ask a question. Hopefully, well, not I, for asked, us. I asked some. I, I asked on social media, which is always a bad idea. But I just wanted to know, like, for people who, and we we probably all know some people that that are that are at this right now. But I've been trying to get off politics, but um. There's an interesting phenomena going on with the post-election news right now and otherwise. And it's really kind of, I don't know, I find it really interesting. But people who really like Trump and were really invested in it, um, there's a percentage of them that actually don't uh, believe that that Biden won the election. Um, I think there's a lot of people... they think that both it was like manipulated, it was miscounted, there's fraud, there's um, ballots that were like brought in from China. There's like, I don't know, there's like a million different theories for why uh, explanations for how um, Trump actually won. And um, so I just asked, I, and and I'm not like if if that is the case, if Trump won if the election was flipped illegitimately, if there was fraud that was so widespread that it actually changed the outcome of the election, I think we got to get to the bottom of that. Um, but all, so I asked this question, what evidence would you have to see and how would it have to be presented in order for you to accept and believe that uh, Trump actually lost? Yeah. Because I don't know. I think the like evidence if, there now. I mean, he did lose. Yeah, I'm. Uh, there was some corruption at a minuscule level, but yeah. not enough to overcome. This is such a gap. But for if those people was, that like, if still there was a can't, couple hundred thousand, maybe a million away, like on a dot, maybe you could be like, well, let's, right. there might. But at this point, it just seems 
it, it's a very big election to rig and to not get caught. I don't and like, multiple states. Yeah, like you can't yeah. you can't it's widespread. Yeah. Like, you can't think that every state's gonna be like, well, we have a big, a yeah. big but here's the thing. Dead people did vote at a small level. I and heard about that. How true I'm is sure that? maybe there was some bullying at the polls. Maybe there was some like pushing of certain things you should you should do, but at the same time, not I don't think there's enough unless there was a mess up in the system or I don't think there was enough to yeah. change anything. I don't so. think so either. But, but I don't like mail-in voting because I, I, I do think it's bullshit. So. And, and that could yeah. sway the election. Nah. Potentially. No, not not like illegitimately, but... This is the first time we ever did We've this, had right? way more people vote than ever. Right. Oh, and, so that shows like the demographics so, so different. Right, right. right. yeah. So, so that might have changed the outcome just because more people voted. Yeah, because you can just do it at home. Right, it's easier for them to vote. So yeah. you don't actually have to go do anything to vote. You just uh, you just fill the thing out and mail it. But, I, I think you'd be ignorant to say there wasn't some sort of fraud somewhere. I'm yeah. sure there is. I'm sure there is in every election. I'm sure yeah, there's there are always, Yeah, there's always yeah, some but small how amount. Much, how much? Maybe more this time because it, there was less in-person voting. Mm-hmm. Maybe, there, But I still, I can't believe there was more than 100,000 fraud but you know, votes. So how many, you know, does, Either of you not know at least a couple people who swear to God that Trump won this election? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but that's the a, question it's their is, opinion. So you just let them go with it. Yeah. No. And, and I, yeah. So all I ask though is, is what, what do you have to see to to convince you that that's not the case? Does I? Because I think I have a theory. Um, and I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth, but I feel like it would just have to be Trump saying, because they're just going to, I feel like a lot of them would just believe Trump. They aren't going to believe it if it comes from somebody so. else. I don't think not, but I don't think they'll believe it coming from, they're not, I guarantee they're not going to believe it coming from CNN, NBC, CBS, Fox News. Did you, uh, did you ever see the pictures of like the ballots in the dumpster? Like, do you think that was real? Uh, like it was going around in philadelphia wasn't right i don't don't know they had like what state but they just they were showing like pictures of like ballots in a dumpster i don't don't, know i don't know how accurate that would be yeah and and there might be evidence that there was some fraud but i i just i'm I'm just curious like what people would have to see and and like i said it might have to be trump saying well you know what actually that you can't see anything because you know it's like the what did they say? The proof is in the pudding kind yeah. of deal. It's like it, it it happened. It's there. And at the end of the day, I'm sure there was fraud. And I don't. And, but you can't. I, you can't get that many people together. You can't rig an entire country to to do that. I'm telling you. Maybe you can get one. You know, one state, one city yeah. to like really yeah. do it. But you can't all of a sudden. There. Here's the problem. There's there's some questionable things that are hard to answer. A sometimes. There's a huge vote. There was a huge sway from when they stopped vote, counting votes at nine o'clock, and then the next day, and all of a sudden, you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Like right. Trump, like when we were like Trump was up everywhere, like, "Oh, this yeah. is over." Then the next day, you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and we, so we I knew those mail-in ballots were going to be counted I late. Think they should have rethought their strategy on counting votes, and maybe, maybe not. You know, who cares what people think? They think, uh, yeah. but maybe if they counted the mail-in votes first, <laughs> people wouldn't have been as shocked. Uh, and then there's the fact that the one county miss wrote in the wrong number of votes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden changed it. Yeah. And people are like, oh, well, it went from like this many votes to like, you know. And so 
there's some mess ups and people find them yeah. and they're going to stay on them. And maybe yeah. there was, I mean, I don't know. I heard that say. Kanye West got like 60,000, 60,000 votes. It was either 6,000 or 60,000, but either way, that's pretty impressive. How, yeah. much, how much did your girl get? Oh man, not enough. Not yeah. enough. Uh, she got like 1.8% or something. Really? Yeah, what, it wasn't very good. What would you think if I I, I discovered that only one point eight percent of people actually like freedom? So I apologize. It was hurtful. The first time I talked to you about her, I called her a guy, <laughs> Joe. I, 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 Everyone does, does dude. <laughs> yeah, they all do. And I'm like, oh no, actually, Joe's a lady. But he gave me the upset mom look. Yeah, he's he's like, good at that. Like, um, it's a girl. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you ever seen that? Uh, that Indian guy at the Celtics game with his hands on his hips. Like, you know, that that's Phil. That's his look all yep. the time. He's always upset like that. What? Yeah, that's your uh, that's your upset with everyone look. No, no yeah, no, that's no, your no, mom no. face. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> you could not. You, you could go for an Indian guy look. Yeah, the whole Patrick. I don't do that. No. All right. Well, you do. Uh back to fraud and corruption. Um Waste, fraud, and corruption. How much... You know where I'm more worried about fraud and corruption? Is at the town and county the level. NFL. Oh. <laughs> How easy is it in a small town and county to just fucking muck up some it, results? Like, who's... You ex- could. Extremely who's, easy. You who's could. watching yeah. in these? Like, so that's where I really wonder. I'm like, uh, like let's yeah. think about... If there's corruption at the level of the president... uh you should really be concerned about the corruption happening where you live now. Well, the thing that really concerns me with this, with the corruption with the president, sorry to get back to that, but the thing that really concerns me is that he spent four years talking about how there wasn't interference from the Russians. They had four, and they were spent four years saying that there was. Mm-hmm. And how the hell haven't we done anything? to improve the security of our elections in those four years that we were talking about that they thought that they were interfered with four years ago. And now the people that were saying it was interfered with are like, well, no, it's, it, it can't have been interfered with. You have to believe all this. It's all nonsense. But would yeah. you, but on the local level, that you're is right. Scary I mean, to think about. When, when votes are actually decided by one vote, two votes, 10 votes. Oops. I lost this one. Yeah. Like how easy is that? You don't have CNN right. here. Barking uh, right. You don't have poll watchers here. Yeah. You just have, you're just, hoping. well, they are, the polls are counted. The, the ballots are counted by a pi- bipartisan committee. It's, it should be nonpartisan, but it's bipartisan. Um, they always make sure they've got Republicans and Democrats in the room for that. I, I think at the, the smaller, the level, I, yeah. I would be really concerned. So it's smaller on. the level when it comes to voting, I think is like kind of like high school. It's a popularity contest. The only way true. Yeah, true. Yeah. that you can be sure that you're going to win a position in a small town is to landslide somebody. Right. Because yeah. I think if it's really close, you might see some shady shit going on, dude. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But here's a quick question and we can get off this. Put your lives on it right now. Either way. One way or the other, would you put your life on it that there was not a large amount of corruption or that there was none at all or fraud for the, in the national, the presidential yeah, election, even in presidential? Yeah. Like, could you, would you say, like, are you that sure that you'd say life or death? I will say I'd put my life on the line to say there was 
No, but I, I, I don't think there was. Well, uh, then, that's why I, I think all I, I don't ever like I being wouldn't, like, well, I wouldn't, but <laughs> I don't know enough about it to put my life on it. Right. I mean, <laughs> what I would say is it's been over a month since the election. Mm hmm. And while I have seen videos that were somewhat concerning and I've seen reports that were somewhat concerning, they seem a bit tenuous. And you'd think a month later, if there was widespread fraud and and with, you know, all the people that were involved with the process, people can't keep a fucking secret, dude. Well, that's people what I People can't think. keep a secret. That's my you know? thing with aliens. Like, how, how in the hell? <laughs> right. It really yeah. is. It's like, like, if there was aliens, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> we would have something a little more concrete, I right. feel. Yeah. So, I know you also can't say that because there's not a... that It's like goes both ways, right? Um, because you don't see the evidence doesn't mean that it's not there. There's people who still believe but that the Earth isn't flat. You also can't say, oh, because... It goes both ways, right? Because there's not evidence of fraud doesn't mean that there wasn't fraud, but because there's not evidence that there wasn't fraud doesn't mean. But isn't that the scariest thing? How that's the worst part is that you, you just, as of right now, we have to trust the government. We have to take somebody's word. Yeah, exactly. Or or because we can't do anything about it. What's more concerning for me is that the, the officials that are elected get to then make the election laws, right? Right. So it'll always be the parties that are in power that are making the rules. Mm. So when you look at New York State, for example... Um, Do you want to revolt? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> okay. But what I'm All saying, right. look, if you look at New York State, they made it um, so that third parties now have to get three and a half times as many votes in order to qualify to be on the ballot for the next election. So, and then if you can't, then like sometime during the winter time, like next year, they're going to have to get like 45,000 signatures in order to be on the ballot, which they will, which they will probably. I mean, it's a lot of work though. But the thing is they should be most eye opening that, that time and effort though. The thing is that that time and effort that they're putting into that, they should be campaigning. They should be developing their process instead of maybe, you know, I, but they should, that should be time. That's time and money wasted on getting signatures instead of getting votes. Right. And instead of spreading their message and, but doesn't getting signatures kind of spread your message? It does. It does. Yeah. But, I, uh, trust but, me. I'm not, but I'm when not you're, when it, you're putting on it, that's like saying, Oh, well, um, distilling sells whiskey. Distilling doesn't sell whiskey, it but does. you have to distill in order to sell whiskey. Right. So either way, like, you got to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. But it doesn't like, like it's not going to sell itself. You still, you have to make it and then you have to sell it. Right. got to get people to taste it. You're missing the point. <laughs> I know. I'm, You're intentionally I'm missing I'm the point. This is a fallacy. This is a fallacy. You, but you get what I'm saying? I do. So, yeah. you know. This is what they're. This is what they're doing. They're making it so that you have to put all this effort into the back process, so that you you don't have the ability to put all that effort and time and energy right. into the selling, campaigning, and right. going everywhere and doing it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So it, it just and they've the this is the this is the system that we have, and, and it's and those rules are made. That rule was changed after the last election, after the election in two thousand eighteen for governor that was supposed to secure ballot access for 
the, the Libertarian Party because he got enough votes that it should have been for four years. Then immediately they went and changed the rules so that it only counted for two years and that then they'd have to get that many votes in the presidential election in order to stay on for the governor election. Right. So the governor vote should qualify for the governor vote. You have to get votes for president in order to be on the ballot for governor. That doesn't make any sense. No. But that's what that's what they changed the rule to to make it harder for third parties to compete. Well, and it's fucked. That's why. Does anyone know where Lipton is? Are you talking about the iced tea? Yeah. We got to get him. What? We got to put the tea in the harbor. That's the only way we're going to change it. Where's Lipton? (laughs) You hear that? We're having a tea party. We're going to throw. Isn't there any like. We're going to throw a box of Lipton into (laughs) Cuca Lake. Lipton. (laughs) Uh, Newbie, please. uh, We look up where Lipton is because we're going to have a revolution. Uh, Just so you know. It's really going to be a party. We're gonna have a party. A uh, tea party. A tea party. Yeah. You guys ever been a, a to a man, tea party? A manly tea party. <laughs> you guys ever been to a tea party? Yeah, I have. I've had one with my little cousin before. Really? Yeah. It was. There was like there was Mister Unicorn. Uh, I was there. Was dressed up in the nines. Was, was so, Mrs. Beasley there? I don't know her. You know, no. I'm you know. sure she was. I think there, that's a reference for all you old people. There was some Mrs. Like, Beasley. There was some conflict at my tea party. Was was politics? Mister Unicorn didn't like Mrs. Fluffy. Uh, she was, didn't have her pinky up. I'm telling you, my cousin is like she's gonna start. She's gonna start a drama. Like she's gonna mm. be, she's gonna be a drama actor. She had she's like, 25, by the way, everybody. Yeah, knows. it was pretty interesting. <laughs> she's actually eight, and uh, it was it was interesting. Like I don't know what was going on. I, I felt like Mister Unicorn and Mrs. Fluffy had a connection and then something happened. It was weird. She was like telling me a story and I'm just sitting there sipping my tea with my princess calf. And I was like, I can't wait to get out of here. Were there crumpets or, or no. little tiny sandwiches? I had to pretend to eat sandwiches. Little tiny so sandwiches. Was, was I was like, I was like, mm, this is the best. And then I asked her if I was able to go get a beer out of the fridge for the tea party. And I was promptly <laughs> told to get out of the tea party. Oh boy. And I was kicked out. So it was just Mr. Unicorn. Okay. Sean wants to hear. And I, oh boy, I talk about this a lot. So, um, Sean wants to hear what my opinion is on the laws that most, most states have enacted that have turned the electoral college votes into a popularity contest, winner take all. And those laws affects on this election. Um, we talked about this a little bit, uh, from the other angle prior to the election, you know, about this. No. So the constitution doesn't say anything about that. You know how the elect- electoral college typically works, right? So for yeah. New York State, um, whoever gets the most votes in New York State gets all the votes. Like they get all of our, they get thirty-five electoral votes because they got New York State, right? Well, that's not in the Constitution. The Constitution says that the state decides how to distribute their electoral votes. So they could, if we wanted to, we could make it proportional. We could make it so that um, you know everybody's vote in the state counted. Um, we could make it so that, and you can do it a million different ways. You could say there's, you get 10 votes for whoever gets the most, and then everything else is proportional. You can do it a million different ways, right? But that's, and then that would be like, if you won the popularity vote, right? Just like the mass. So everyone's vote matters for who they want. 
So it'd be the same way it was this election. It wouldn't have changed anything. Well, no. It... So if we did it, so if we did what I just said, right? So if we said, uh, well, let's just make it even even less like that, right? So okay. let let's say that um, we just went purely on proportion. So let's say that Trump won forty percent in New York State and Biden won fifty percent and Jorgensen won ten percent, which obviously didn't happen. But say that happened, right? So then uh, Biden would get um, 17, he'd get 18 votes. Trump would get 14 votes and then Jorgensen would get four votes, electoral votes, right? So, and, and there's other ways that you can do it. In Nebraska, for instance, um, they've got a couple districts that vote separately. Um, would it change the results? I'm trying to do the math. I mean, you. Well, I don't. I'm trying to think. You mean like the result of the overall election? Yeah. Or is it? It would change everything. It would. Okay. So it would change everything. But would Biden still have won with that? Uh, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Like it would have to be. And it depends because every state can do it differently. Okay. The reason that it's done the way it's done is because it's the tyranny of the majority, right? So the majority in New York State is Democrats. They don't want any of the votes from the state going to Republican or anybody else other than the candidate that they want. They want to consolidate all the power that they can within their party. And they know that it's a solid state. We're always going to vote for the Democrat. So they're always going to want all of the votes go to the winner. So they take all of our votes and they give them to the winner. Um, Maine just this year changed to, um, Golly, I can't remember all the details of their system, but it, they they went to where it's not winner take all. That's what I like the way Maine did it, the way you're talking about. Oh, actually, no, I lied. I lied. No, Maine didn't do that. Maine did oh, rank choice voting. That's what I was saying. Right? Yeah, Maine did rank choice, choice voting, that's which I is like. different, right? Yeah. I do like rank choice voting, uh, but there was Nebraska has like some of their votes are based on districts. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be one other state, maybe New Hampshire or something like that, where it's like some of the votes are counted separately. And so all the electoral votes don't necessarily go to the same candidate, right. but almost all the states do. And I, I don't know. I mean, if we did it, so it was proportional, it would give what it would probably do realistically is we would have some counties, we'd have some areas where we'd have a growing support for third parties. And they would realize that they could actually vote for their candidate. And it would probably knock it down to where nobody got a majority, right. to where nobody got over two, the 270 electoral votes necessarily necessary to win the presidency, and which would send it to Congress to decide who the president and vice president are. Has that ever happened? It's happened twice, I want to say. It, it's happened at least once. A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, I can't remember which president it was uh but but it's happened at least once or twice where um it was decided in congress and the way that they do that is um the house of representatives picks the president and the senate picks the vice president Mm -hmm. so Hmm. it's kind of interesting yeah so so you could like in our current the way it is set up right so we would have maybe like Biden as president and Trump as vice president or something like that. I just, yeah. the, the thing that stands out to me and it's just, it's huge. is the, the difference in votes 
in areas and states. And that just to me, it drives me nuts just seeing yeah. LA and New York City and just decide who wins. Like, they, they well, but that's the point the of the Electoral College is that they don't. Yeah. Because, well, and here's, here's, I mean, you want to talk about why they don't actually decide who wins. Um, New York always votes for a Democrat. California always votes well, right, for a Democrat. Right. They don't have anything to do with but who wins. I just don't. They just swing it toward the Democrats. There something we can find out why the hell everyone in city votes Democrat and everyone else wants Republican. Like when you look at the map, it's like I looked at this map and it just was like blue and red. Like, right. And it was like, dude, everyone's red besides ching, 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 like little yeah. dots here yeah. and there. And it's shocking. Well, I've always said people always think, oh, there's red states and blue states. There's the Bible Belt. There's whatever. There's not. There's none of that. No. There's there's red rural, regions, blue regions. There's rural and urban. Yeah, that's what it is. There's rural and urban, and in urban areas, they have a certain set of problems that they're trying to find a way to solve. And in rural areas, we have different set of problems that we're trying to solve, and they're completely different. Um, there's a little bit of overlap, but not very much. You look at homelessness in the cities, and there's more of it. Uh, but in they also have Democrat cities. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it is yeah. all cities, right? Well, so, some name a city that's not Democrat. Like you're well, saying, I'm sure there is name a city that's I mean, not I'm Democrat. Sure. Like what? There aren't any. It, it is weird. San though. Antonio, Republican, right? Isn't it? Like you said, though, like just all these like big cities, like what makes them Democrat? Like yeah. why? It's why like, well, it? that's what Phil said is like yeah. they have a different set of problems, which yeah. makes sense. So, so what I'm saying is, you know, if you, if you go to the city and you look at the homelessness population, um, you've got, yeah, there's more of them. They have shelters, they have soup kitchens, they have whatever, a million resources. You come to Penyan and you look at homelessness, you know, we've got probably 90 to a hundred homeless people in Penyan. You don't really? really see them. Yeah. I've only seen like two on yeah. the street. You don't really see them. Some, well, because some of them are, you know, staying on somebody's couch. Some of them are staying in their car. There, there are a lot of different things that, that go on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they've got the living well. They've got support from some churches. Think about the amount of homeless but people. But we don't have the resources here. And, and think of even smaller areas like where I, where I grew up. There, there's no resources for those people uh, that I'm aware of. There might be the church. Um, and then you go down the river for a few hours and you get into like Cameron and Adrian and stuff like that. There's nothing that you, they don't get out. You know, they've got tarps on the roofs and I don't know what they, I don't know how yeah. they survive. So, so th what I'm saying is we just have different, like different sets of problems. They're more worried about the asshole that's cutting them off in traffic. They're more worried about like making sure that they don't have to pay a dollar 35 at the subway. So if they're, if they don't like what's going on, why do they keep voting Democrat there? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. It, it's, it's, a, it's got to do with the way that they're talked to, I think. hundred. No. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know if Dallas is Republican or not. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> disregarded. Any city in Texas. I'm pretty sure San Antonio is Republican, I think. I know there's one city in Texas, that, a big city, and their homelessness and everything works pretty well. 
So yeah, because down south it's warmer out. Think about how many homeless people are in California. Yeah, there's Texas, like compared to New York City, because it gets cold here. Yeah, I just I don't know. If I was in a Democrat run city, I will and things weren't the way I wanted to, I wouldn't vote Democrat. I'd probably try to vote something else. Yeah. So maybe see what could happen. Yeah. There there's something to be said for that, but I, I think the problem is that they they want Republicans typically want things to be fair and Democrats typically want to care. If that makes sense. A little bit, because I think Republicans care as well. They value but Republicans value fairness over caring. And Democrats typically value caring over fairness. So what I mean by that is um, Republicans are like, I want to help you. I'm probably going to give you charity, but I'm not going to, I don't want you to like take money out of my paycheck to pay for you to not work. Meanwhile, Democrats are like, you know what? I, um, I can afford a couple bucks out of my paycheck to make sure that you're fed. And I want to make sure that you've got health care. And Republicans are like, I want to make sure that you can buy health care and that it's, it, it, you know, it, it's tricky. Like they're, everybody's got good intentions. They just come from a different set of values and it takes a different way to convince them of things. So Democrats have a whole different language than Republicans do. They've got this and I've got the language of liberty. Like I'm more worried about what makes us more free what you know what makes it so that you're more free to pursue the things that that you want to pursue i want to make it so that what, whatever you want to do with your life that you can do it and and then we've got people who are like oh well i don't want that guy getting something that's mine i worked for that like i should have it and if he works for it he should have it which yeah i, I get i'm bored with that a little bit and then you've got another group that's like i want to make sure that they get what they need you know, it's it's just different. And if I have to take like 20 cents from everybody in the town so that I can make sure that that guy gets fed, then they want to do that instead of just inviting him over for dinner. So when are you running for mayor? Never. Sounds like you do a good job. Yeah. yeah. I just, it's just people have different ways of thinking and, and that's okay. I just think in a small um, town, you're raised, you get what you work for. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think that's how it works. And I and think that's, that's why it's like stuck fairness. In, in everyone's head. So that's it's a good that's life. Fairness. Fairness. That's what I'm saying. That's, um, I agree with you. And but, then, but at the same time, Dundee being one of the most Republican towns ever, I, I, the Democrat vote there is non-existent. There's not a homeless person. There's not, if anything happens, everyone pitches in, helps somebody out, buys people. If somebody's house burns down, they take care of it. They don't, they don't ask the government for anything. They, you know, people help each other out yep. and the most Republican town I've ever been in. Mm. Everyone helps everyone. So, I mean, you want to talk about caring. That's as caring as it gets, especially so, in the, in and the, that's all Republicans. So they obviously care and they want fair. Yeah. So, you know, nobody wants to give money to people who are abusing it. People want to give money to people that actually need it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It's not yeah, right. Well, the way you're saying it, you're making it sound like Republicans don't want to help feed people and they don't, but they do. But they don't want to give you, money that you're going to go sell and then they want you to work and then go buy that brand new smartphone that you don't really need when your kids need to be fed. They'd probably rather your kids be fed than you have a 
thousand dollar iPhone. I think that's the problem. You, I see it's happened. It's rampant. People getting food stamps and selling it for cash and using the cash for whatever the hell they want. Sure. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah, it is. But, and people do it and kids go without food. And yeah. So that's the Republican thing is they want their money to matter. They don't want to just give it up and see these people who are on low income, low housing. They don't have food with amenities. They probably shouldn't afford because they need to feed their children and have better housing and, and education. And they, that's not what they use their money for. They use it for stupid shit. Really? I think that's the problem. So not everyone, Jesus, probably not. It's probably less than what I'm saying, but I've seen it in Dundee. We, you know, when you're in a small town, you know, people that are on all this stuff and you see them walk into the store and they brand out the, bring out the brand new iPhone 11 and you know, damn well, they don't have a job. (laughs) They, they, they've never done anything. And where do they get this money? And they get all the assistance, free rent, free everything it's not fair there's a psychology too though you know there's there's a psychology component to it that if you are if you were using those services right Mm -hmm. you want to feel like everybody else like you don't want to feel like you're different just because you're using services just because you're getting assistance you don't like on one hand obviously you're like well shit i want to get out of this so i'm going to use the money for what it's supposed to be there for. Right. But, um, you know, people complain, Oh, I saw him buy a steak. It's like, well, you know what? Like uh, every once in a while, you deserve a steak. Like, who, who's complained about somebody buying meat? I've never heard anyone. A lot do of that. people. Yeah, I've heard people, people complain about them buying I've chips. Seen, I've and seen energy it a lot drinks of yeah. by the oh, freaking sure, buttload sure. and all the candies. I think Beer. I've seen people cigarettes. Pat, yep. yep yeah. cigarettes. I've seen people complain about that. I've never heard of somebody complain about somebody getting a steak. I yeah. mean, as long as somebody's getting fed, like that's all I care. There was a bit, it was a big hubbub about it in the news like two years ago. There was like, oh, they shouldn't be able to. They tried to make it so that you couldn't use food stamps to buy steak. That's you can, silly. You can that buy a chicken breast, but you can't buy uh, a steak. Guess which party was called for. Um, what I will say in defense of voters everywhere is that they are very well intentioned. Every voter, I think, is trying to do what they think is best but not everybody the people who they're voting for are not doing what they say they're doing they run on one platform and then that's not what they're actually doing they say i care about the second amendment because they want to get that that rural vote um and then they don't do anything that actually helps the second amendment they say I want to help, you know, with homelessness. And then maybe they do some programs, maybe they don't, but it doesn't actually do anything to improve the homeless problem. You know, there are a lot of different, like I said, voters mostly are very well intentioned. And I'm not saying that even politicians are necessarily all um, meaning bad things but they're not doing what they say they're doing. They're creating problems so that they can drive wedges between people to make, to make them more radical, to support them. Dan Crenshaw, 2024. We'll all be safe. Be good. Dan Crenshaw. You just want to feel safe. Safety Uh, is a a value. Yeah. Well, well, you want him to like, I feel pretty, feel pretty confident with Dan Dan Crenshaw. He'll snuggle you. I hope so. And you'll feel, I hope he does just warm and safe. I wonder, maybe, well, never been snuggled by You hear that, Dan? Maybe. <laughs> that might be interesting. 
being. Yeah. I don't want to feel safe. I don't want the government to be the source no, of my. No, I don't feeling. I didn't mean well being safe like that. Just like it's a safe bet, safe pick. Dan Crenshaw is a safe pick. He's he's gonna be good. He's gonna run. He's gonna win. It's gonna be nice. I'm telling you, you'll see. I've never heard of this guy. Check him out, man. Yeah, Dan Crenshaw. He's an interesting guy. He's an interesting guy. He is certainly. Oh, so yeah. he's kind of getting. He's more of a forward-thinking Republican than most. You know, he's not as conservative. He's got different views, and they're kind of starting to lean almost toward that libertarian Republican. You know, he's he wants some freedoms that most Republicans are like they can't. Maybe that's why he won't win. Uh, right. Um, is that he's got different views. He's been in. They like some of the he's freedoms. He's been in war yeah. recently. You know, he oh, knows yeah. what it's like. He's uh, but you know, he does a podcast. He. You can. He's pretty open. He's one of yeah. the most open politicians, especially Republican, because you don't yeah. can't get in their lives ever. So I think yeah. people respect that though, because yeah. a lot of a lot of politicians aren't like that. I saw yeah. I saw a meme that was said Trump twenty twenty because we like a little bit of freedom, and I was like, yep, a little bit. That sounds about right. See, I don't like total freedom. I've told you. I, think, I know you don't. No. You hate freedom. I, I suck. I don't. I wish you liked freedom better. Uh, no, total freedom is anarchy. We, no, that's not we need, total. No. We need we need some like yeah. we need a little structure. Yeah, have you ever yeah. watched The Purge? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like The Purge. Yeah, total freedom's yeah. The Purge. Yeah, yeah. just anarchy. total freedom for twelve anarchy. hours. Everything. Okay, that's fire. not freedom either. Freedom isn't <laughs> freedom isn't having freedom. Freedom is doesn't. I'm, I'm down for purge. mean that people can do stuff to each other either. You know, freedom means freedom from people doing stuff to you. Freedom is just. It doesn't anything. mean you can go screw with people. It doesn't. No, freedom is not um, that you can go like steal somebody's car or beat them up. That's not freedom. Some people would take it like that, though. Like if all I right. have all. But we're not, nobody. There's nobody out there that's like, oh, you know what the law is? The law is that you're free. <laughs> no, they're gonna say the law is that you don't no, go to jail. Don't say nobody. <laughs> Come on, it's America. All right. Well, the dumb fuck sitting at the end of the table. Might be like, oh well, no. There's freedom now, so I can I can body slam you into your windshield, um, Muay Thai, whatever. I wouldn't do that to this guy um, next time I met. Yeah, no, no, he no. he's gonna do it. He's no, gonna do I, it. I wouldn't do he's it. He's gonna throw a bottle of liquor at you, and then no, because that costs money. Yeah. I will, anyway, I will try my best to catch it. That way, I can drink. But it. they're just gonna say, look, it's you're not gonna go to jail for smoking a joint. Oh yeah, I agree with that. They're gonna yeah. say you're not gonna go to jail for um injecting heroin they're gonna say you're not gonna go to jail for um uh, providing sexual services in exchange for money ah yes you know whatever like if you if if you're not hurting anybody if if everything that you're doing is is consensual then you should be free to do that and that could start to be a source of income for people absolutely you know Absolutely. If, if you're homeless and you're ambitious. Well, not only that, but it, then it takes it so that those people that are doing that anyway, illegally right now, um, it, it makes them way more free because now they can, if they get assaulted by somebody, yeah, we talked they can about call this. the cops. Yeah. yeah. And potentially at the end of the day, it makes like the, the girl safer too. Yeah. Yeah. People that are human trafficked that are, that are brought in from Thailand, whatever. And, they just want to be like they don't want to be slaves. Let's start taxing. Like they them. can actually start just taxing. go to the police instead of being afraid of the police. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't that's that's got to be like very 
frightening for the girl. Oh, like, yeah. More for the guy. Like, I would be, if I was a girl, I would be scared shitless, you know, because you, you pretty much, yeah. you know, you're going into a room with someone that you do not know who they are. Right. So if there was some, like, but the places where it's legal, the places where it's legal, which states it's a lot safer, which states are legal right now. Uh, it's legal in Nevada outside of Cook County. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's legal. I don't know where else. It's legal in other countries. Yeah. And in those areas, there's testing for STDs. There's, you can get insurance. Um, a million different, you can call the police. You can yeah. be safe. Now, Jesse, you're against this, right? What? Uh, no legalizing no no there's no. certain things on that no i just like i like structure so, yeah. yeah yeah i like a little bit of structure here and there so yeah. there's certain things letting people do heroin and not getting in trouble affects their children and yeah. affects uh affects their family members if they don't have people. children okay well then that's another person we're gonna have to hire to find out they're gonna have to background check everyone that's coming in to do heroin uh it's just seems some things are a little outrageous to me yeah. i I think about what if it's who just, it affects on not only them just because what if they got you, put you in think rehab? Of the domino effect, what if they got yeah. what if they got put into rehab instead of instead of prison? Because being in prison well, certainly affects a, their kids a, a, a lot worse than zone. rehab. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a lot, that's I, a lot that's more a, beneficial, and that's a lot different than allowing yeah. people to do drugs legally. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Re, well, so like look at what Oregon has done is they've they've not made anything legal as far as hard drugs, but they've made it so that now you don't go to prison for it. That's a little. You bit. either get a fine, or you can you can choose. You can either pay the fine, or you can do rehab. And rehab's a hell of a lot cheaper yeah. than incarceration. Now there there should be a strikeout system because you don't want people coming back and using these these programs and getting nowhere and taking up spots for people that may need them. So there's there's a lot more to everything than you know. It sounds easy and simple. Yeah, yeah. let's legalize it's everything. Just, so it's not okay so it's it. not all just about that though. Like it's about finding creative solutions to make things actually right. better and i'm down with creative solutions so, i like the idea of prison for drugs i don't think works i don't think they it works get either and they do it again or they can get it in there it and doesn't it, work and, yeah, and when they're in there they they meet all the people that can get it for them yeah but not really no because you'll you'll never meet them again but what you, you they get them in there they're That's like oh go to jimmy go yeah, to see no, jimmy no they're not the same they don't even live in the same areas 90 mm. percent of them no the problem is is they can people in prison do drugs people come out of them yeah. People go into prison <laughs> clean, and then they come out addicted yes. to drugs. Yes, it happens. Isn't yeah. it unbelievable? They, they usually bad. get them through the correction officers, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. a lot Just of them like will bring them in. Yeah. yeah, isn't that crazy? That's that's dicey, and that's man. why drug addicts in prison. If you know, why don't we try rehab? Maybe once, twice. If it doesn't work, you know, maybe there's a third time. You're like, you know what? You're a lost cause. Yeah. You know, at this point, you don't want to be better. Yeah. We've given you every option. We've exhausted our options. Three strikes, you're out. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that's fair. Same thing with DWI. It's like. You know, if you're on your th third one, your thir third, third, fifth DWI, obviously yeah. you're not trying to be safe for other people and you want to be in prison. So, yeah. you know, people make mistakes, but yeah. you can only make so many yeah. until you're a hazard to society. And I, I believe in second so, chances. Yeah. If they're, if they're hurting people, it, absolutely. So yeah. that's the problem with everything being like, oh, well, you can't go to jail. It's like at some point jail is an option. Well, you say you, you aren't going to go to jail the first time. I like the rehab option, though. Yeah. Especially, you said it could be cheaper. I mean, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Well, that's a solid. I think everyone agrees with the solid option of a rehab. It's just getting government funding and programs for yeah. it is tough. Yeah. And 
there's some hardliners though that are like, we have to punish these people. We have to use it because prison's a deterrent. Uh, I've, I've there are people that still think that. a lot of people say it. There's, I've, I've heard a lot of people say it. Huh. Um, there are people who think that marijuana is a gateway drug. That like, if you do marijuana, if you smoke marijuana, then you're going to be doing heroin in three weeks or whatever. Yeah, I don't agree with that. No, like, yeah. I know a lot of people that smoke marijuana that don't do heroin. Yeah, you know, they're smart people and that don't hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, they don't hurt anybody. <laughs> Not doing heroin, smart people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do heroin. Yeah, people. Don't do heroin. Please kids. don't do. But let's let's convince. Let's do education. Let's teach you why it's not a good idea to do that, heroin. That, that's gonna be my next song. Just about not doing heroin. Yeah, I think that's a great song. Where would I be without heroin? I would have a full time job. <laughs> I could buy diapers for my baby. Where would I be without my baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, that Biggie song where in the little chorus it's like and get high, get high, get high. Who, who pays for the for the Narcan when you smack someone with it? Uh, I was thinking. I think that, we do. I was thinking yeah. that the other day. Yeah, I think we pay for it. Yeah, yeah I've, I've told uh, Phil this before. They gave some guy six doses of Narcan in Penyan and saved his life uh, last week. I wonder how expensive it is. I don't know. I, yeah. For the one getting injected, it's free, though. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that yeah. it's probably pretty expensive because anything that the government buys usually is the prices go up. Yeah. I was. Well, that's I was, a whole nother s- subject for a different day. <laughs> I was pharmaceutical t- companies yeah. in the United States. Yeah. I was telling yeah. Phil about the, the EpiPens I got. It was like four hundred bucks. Damn, yeah, fucking sure, dude. Yeah, it, it's crazy. For used to be used to be able to get two of them for ninety five. But I would every, say all day long. It, you want to talk about six doses of Narcan? Let's say two hundred fifty dollars each. I mean, bam, yeah, dude, done. Fifteen hundred dollars, just whack on a person who's irresponsible. We can't. We can't yeah. just have taxpayers dying though. We aren't. We aren't going to be able to extort them for the next thirty years well, if the, they die. The people like that aren't paying taxes a uh, lot of times. Yeah. Well, we won't be able to extort other people for taxpayer money and say that we're using it to help them. True. Right. You, know, you okay. have to have you have to yeah. have both sides. Now, if you play that part, I agree. Yeah. 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 We have you, we have a hundred thousand people that we need to help. We need your money for that. Yes. We're going to create jobs. Taxation. To minister that money is theft. Wow, you said taxation is theft. Yes, it is. Now Jesse's on a hit list. He's on some political hit list. That's part of. Some of the freedoms I like, yeah, taxation. I don't, you know, I, I want, I want freedom. I don't want to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Huh. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess it's probably time for us to to wrap this up. And uh, we got to the two hour mark. Wow. Jordan, you want to perform the outro? <laughs> you ready? Perform- <laughs> I I haven't wrote anything yet. Ding 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 just, ding just ding, go, ding, uh, ding 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 ding. You know, <laughs> just yeah. just uh, it'll most likely be a banjo in the background. That sounds like a good outro. Ding 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 Oh, that was a good. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Let's uh, end this shit show. <laughs> Somebody click end broadcast. It's rare. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you at the Laurentide. Cheers, guys. Thanks again. Thanks for coming on, Jordan. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. It's fun. Appreciate it's awesome. it, man. You guys got a good thing here.